Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you guys waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. The options are endless with Factor. Two-minute meals. Fill up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. How about some snacks, some smoothies, and more? Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is also the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And you guys can be very flexible with your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the most important part, there's no prep. No mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup that is needed. If that sounds great to you guys, head to factormeals.com slash script 50 and use code script 50 to get 50% off. That's code script 50 at factormeals.com slash script 50 to get 50% off. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Why is AEW successful? Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term booking. What is going on, guys? Thank you so very much for joining us right here on Off The Script. This is your AEW Dynamite post show for August 24th, 2022. I am your host, JD, from New York. As always, coming to you from the OTS Beer Garden. Thank you guys so very much for joining us on your Wednesday evening, wherever you may be. 
Jesse has his glasses on thinking that he was correct. Jesse was only partially correct. Jesse didn't like the outcome of tonight's match. And we're going to talk about it. Jesse, what's going on, man? You're looking, uh, you're looking a little suave over there, bro. Oh, well, th- well, thank you, sir. I, I didn't say anything about being... I was just in a bright room, man. You're in a bright room? Yeah, man. You know, lots of lights around here. Uh, uh, lots of light. Yeah, you're a superstar, right? Yeah, man. Hey, man. That's... You're a superstar. Yeah, you're lucky Thunder Rosa got injured, bro. You're off the hook for now. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about it. Let's get right into it, guys. I don't want to waste any more of your time. We got 3,000 people in here. Thank you guys very much for joining us on Off the Script. Jesse, tonight, big story. CM Punk, John Moxley, what was billed as the biggest match in AEW Dynamite history for the AEW world title, unifying the world title. Punk and Moxley started the 9 o'clock hour, and it did not even go five minutes, bro. It did not go five minutes. Now... Let's build it up. Moxley made his entrance. Punk made his entrance. Punk walked out. He walked out on his own. CM Punk was not on crutches. CM Punk was not injured. CM Punk walked out to defend that title against John Moxley. Bell rang Jesse, and within one kick, it was a kick that Ultimately, he did not grab when he went down. He did not grab the, the, the foot or the leg that he kicked with. He grabbed the foot that was planted on the mat. Whether or not that has anything to do with it, we'll talk about that in a second. He went down. Moxley with the elbows and then a death rider. And before you know it, we have a new AEW world champion. I shouldn't say new. We now have a full-time, 100%, no interim, John Moxley as AEW world champion. What the fuck is going on here? And did you pick up on all the little things that you know I'm going to talk about here tonight? I want to get your opinion on it. And whatever I uh, hear from you, I'll interject. But what did you think of this, Jess? And really, don't, don't, don't tell me that you were right, okay? Let's be serious. I, I didn't say anything. Let's, I let's, let's be serious about this. What, what was your initial thought before I give my thought on what happened here tonight? Okay, all right. All kidding aside, um... After seeing how it all went down, I had I had vibes of um, finger poke of doom. And I I don't know why. I'll explain why. I'll explain why. Because it just seemed like that they made a decision to make Moxley the champion, and they didn't really have any kind of way to tell a story other than just like go out there and just give Moxley the title. So just go out there and lay down. It wasn't as blatant as finger poke, but basically it was, okay, we made a bad decision here or a bad decision there about one thing or another, and basically we need Moxie to be a champion instead of Punk. So just go out there and put on a fucking four or five-minute match at the top of the hour, and we'll just move on with it. Like, nobody was supposed to fucking give a shit. Now, what, what was the bad decision? Making Punk the world champion was the bad decision? That, I mean, and that's that, and that's what I mean. I mean, there was, I'm not saying that all of the bad decisions were here tonight, but yeah, man. I mean, that could have been one of them, like making Punk the world champion in that manner, or so soon, um, not taking the title off of Punk and making Mox interim champion. Um, 
whatever this issue is they have going on back there, it is bled onto screen and it is completely taking the company out of any long-term booking they may or may not have had. It's putting the main event of the pay-per-view that's coming up in complete flux. No one knows or understands what's going on, so it's hard to get invested in it. And again, whatever drama they have going on back there, they are not sorting it out very well for the fans to appreciate and understand. No one's liking this ride of storytelling they're giving us. I don't really understand why uh, you think people are feeling that. I, I don't. I don't really. I don't. I get what you're saying. I don't. I just don't. I just don't grasp that. Well, look at the reactions to what we saw tonight, man. Look at social. Yes, the reaction. Media. The reaction that I saw is the reaction of people who want instant gratification. That shit what? pisses me off. I mean, that makes no sense, though. What do you mean, bro? I love you, man. Uh, I think you got this all wrong. Uh, uh, again, really? You want to do I this think, again? I, th- I think you got it all wrong. Okay. Please lay it on me. There was two things that happened tonight. One, the foot, the foot thing, the foot situation that he grabbed the wrong foot. I don't know what that was about. Uh, don't, don't, I'll, I'll leave. I'll don't. leave that. I'll leave that up to interpretation. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's a different story that they're trying to tell. And uh, going to the actual foot that he kicked with uh, would have been enough. a little bit, a little bit silly if uh, if the foot that he did grab was the foot that he that he actually broke. So I don't want to make the foot a big thing. The, the The whole thing about me is, you know, Tony Khan held a mandatory meeting today. Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful.com, Fightful Select, reported that Tony Khan held a, a mandatory meeting with everybody. Everybody. And I can't see how Tony Khan would have a mandatory meeting with everybody and then put this match on, and then people want to think that Punk is leaving the company. Or this is, this is, this is WCW-esque, finger poke of doom. This is very reminiscent of, of WCW. The one thing that got me after all of this match, yes, it was shocking. Was this match made for a ratings ploy? More than likely. I have the reason why this match was made. We'll get into that in a little bit. Was this a ratings ploy? Yes. Was there something that Tony Khan might have looked back on, like Jesse said, and wanted to rectify? I think so. I don't think giving CM Punk the world championship was a mistake this early. Nobody anticipated him breaking his foot. I just think that CM Punk broke his foot And we needed to go back to the drawing board and redo this entire story. And what everybody was hoping for was the original story that we all talked about for months. And we're not getting it. And people are upset. And I understand that because it was a great story to tell. But now we have to go into a different situation and tell a different story. The one thing, Jesse, that got me was CM Punk looking back at John Moxley when he was being carried off by Doc Sampson and everybody else that was carrying him out of the ring. It was a look of... I don't know. I don't want to say disgust, but it was a look of sadness. It was a look of how the fuck can you betray me? It was a look of, you know, a certain heel turn is coming for CM Punk. And, and it was a look that he looked at John Moxley and everybody admiring John Moxley thinking that was supposed to be me. This is supposed to be me. These people are supposed to be cheering me. I've been gone for eight years. This was supposed to be the summer of punk part three. Now they're giving it to John Moxley, Excalibur. If you heard Excalibur on commentary, he even said it was supposed to be the summer of Punk 3.0 tonight. And it's the summer of John Moxley. And that look to me just signified a heel turn for CM Punk. And I honestly think people are jumping the gun here 
because I don't know why anybody would think CM Punk is walking out of AEW. I don't, I don't know why people would think Tony Khan is going to allow CM Punk to walk out of AEW. The man's making $5 million a year. Easy. He's got a guaranteed contract. He's not walking out of a guaranteed contract. What I do think is happening is CM Punk is, is leaving, turning heel, and John Moxley, what he does with the World Championship at All Out, we'll get into that in a second because they left a, a whole field open for All Out. But the look, Jesse, to me, is, is heel turn 100% confirmed for CM Punk. You get all of that from the way Punk looked at yes. Moxley? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And people, call, and people call me crazy for reaching. The look. The look. The look, the look that Punk gave Moxley. And the commentary. It's supposed to be somewhere I mean, Punk. The look existed. Supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, but... The look existed, but you just completely added your own narrative to that look. I don't, I don't see any of that shit. I don't understand what the narrative will, will, will be if it's not that narrative. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong in it, but I'm not saying that that's what the look meant. I mean, like, you, you put a, you put a, a story behind the look, and it, make, it makes sense, but it's not like that look would definitely garner the exact story you just told. I mean, I could take that look and run a few different ways with it. I mean, that's a that's a way, but I don't see it being the way. I mean, it's you're not you're not out of the box crazy for it, but it's not like a hey, how do you guys not see this exact story that came up in my head? That's 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 the way you booked it, you know, then that that makes sense and it would make sense, but I don't see that story. But what coming. is there to be disappointed about? Because what, what is there to be what, disappointed? Well, me, first me, of all, first of all, if anybody, if anybody, if anybody thinks that it, it, you know, this is leading to CM Punk leaving the company, they put it on at nine. They didn't even put it in the main event. You know, I know you felt like this is the biggest match in Dynamite history. It's not going on in the main event. You know, there's more story to tell. There's more story to tell here. That's why it wasn't in the main event. This is the start of a greater story to be told. With. <laughs> So when they get done telling the story that you think they're telling, when it comes to the crescendo, how is it going to be bigger and better than world title for world title? What is going to be what is going to be the end game for a, the bigger story that they supposedly have planned when they have two men both holding the world title claiming to be world champion? And to rectify that, we put it on in the middle of Dynamite on Wednesday instead of the pay-per-view coming up in a couple of weeks. What story are they going to come up with that's going to be bigger than the one that they had in front of them? John Moxley does not have a match at the pay-per-view. They don't have He doesn't have a match at the pay-per-view because they just... John Moxley does not have a match at the pay-per-view, bro. They have a casino... They announced a casino ladder... Casino Royale ladder match tonight. John Moxley will be defending that title in Chicago, bro. Whether it's against Punk or somebody else. If it's not against Punk, it's going to be, I'm telling you right now, the winner of that ladder match is coming out as a challenger for John Moxley in the same evening. Great. So why didn't we have that leading up to the pay-per-view rather than having that at the pay-per-view? Because shit went awry backstage. They had to change all of the long-term booking because of the incident that happened with Punk and Hangman and everything else. Now, what was the resolve to all of that? I'm not sure. That's what we'll see play out, you know, in the next few weeks and into the pay-per-view. But the plan 
was clearly CM Punk versus John Moxley at All Out to Bro. unify the interim and the world. Title. I I don't know I don't know how you don't see this, bro. So you think you think that Punk went out with injury? They crowned Mox interim champion, and they had a plan to come back and unify the titles in the middle of the show of Dynamite, a couple of weeks out from the pay per view. Yes. This is this is this is the bro. This is the uh, well. What is the word I'm looking for? This is like the the precursor to you reading a book, man. You either you got a written fucking page. You know you're about to embark on this this wonderful fucking 500 page journey. That was the vibe that I got tonight. That's what Tony Khan did tonight, bro. Listen, you got you gotta you gotta believe me, bro. Punk is turning heel. Moxley will be at the pay-per-view. The latter match is going to be an integral part in getting Moxley a challenger at the pay-per-view. Tony Khan usually does qualifying matches for this generic fucking casino battle royale ladder match, whatever the fuck it's called. Qualifying match. There's no time for qualifying match, bro. This leaves six or seven, however many spots he wants open, as an open field. You don't think Tony Khan wants to... Bro, the whole pay-per-view has changed tonight. The entire pay-per-view was changed tonight. We got Moxley Punk supposed to be happening at the pay-per-view. You got it tonight. Now we got no world championship. We were going to get Satnam Singh and fucking Jay Lethal with Sanjay Dutt against FDR and, and Wardlow. That got changed to the Motor City Machine Guns. We got the tag team title match tonight booked for the show. Thunder Rose is hey, out. The entire hey, card was changed. Bro, the ladder match is going. Bomb in the chat. Yes, thank I know. I'll get, I'll, get I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Stop this. Uh, I'll get to it. <laughs> I'll get to it. There's not a single fucking qualifying match for this thing, bro. It is wide open. Tony Khan needs to sell pay-per-views, bro. He he knows. You're thinking, bro. You're just like everybody else. You're thinking, oh, Moxie's not going to be on the pay-per-view. I'm disappointed. How could they do this tonight? I don't believe what they did. This is so WCWS. It is the beginning of a greater story to be told. You don't, think once, that, you don't think that there's more intrigue. I Moxley was not going to be at the pay-per-view. Bro, you don't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you. But everybody, you don't think Moxley's going to be at the pay-per-view defending that world championship? Their biggest show of the year? I never thought that. Of course he will be. Okay. I'm talking about everybody else. But who's his opponent Intrigue. It could be anybody. It could be, it could be Hangman. It could be MJF winning and coming out of nowhere. Is it going to be better than CM Punk, who's also holding a world title? CM Punk is not the story anymore, bro. He's going away for a little bit. He wants you to know he's gone. They're playing They're away? playing into the fact that he walked away or was threatening to leave. Why is this he going is CM away? Punk, or, this is CM Punk mentality, bro. They're going to another going company right and walk away. Out in Chicago. He's a man that wears his heart on his sleeve, bro. He wears his heart on his sleeve and he got pissed off. Cole Cabana and Adam Page. But listen, he's like, I came back to the same shit that I walked away from eight years ago. I hear I thought it was different. Who's to say CM Punk and MJF aren't in cahoots? Ladies and gentlemen, there's something wrong with the air in New York City. I think we lost our buddy JD, man. Bro, who's to say CM Punk and MJF are not in cahoots, bro? I'm not saying that it can't be the case. MJF and CM Punk versus John Moxley and Adam Page? I'm not saying it can't be the case. I'm saying if that's what if that's what they give us, then that's fly by the seat of their pants booking because that's not where they were headed at all. At all. Of course, it can't be where they were headed. They had to change everything because of Punk's foolish injury. 
because of the injury. Yes. Bro, there's nobody that's going to convince me otherwise that MJF and CM Punk was not playing for this pay-per-view. If Punk did not get hurt, that was your main event for All Out. There was no way we were getting that at All Out. They had to completely change course. Could, could, right. could, could, could we have gotten Moxley and Punk at the pay-per-view and not tonight? Could we have gotten it tonight and at the pay-per-view? Sure. But they wanted to leave you with a shock factor, bro. They wanted you to leave tonight's show asking, what the fuck? And that's exactly what me, you, and everybody else was asking. What the fuck? That what so, the fuck is going to translate into the pay-per-view, and the what the fuck is going to be something. It's not, it's, Punk is not walking away, everybody thinking. Uh, I don't know who's thinking that. I don't think Punk opted out. Punk's not going anywhere. The 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 only thing here that makes any kind of sense whatsoever is from what they've given us so far is Punk turning heel because here's the thing. When MJF comes back, he is no longer heel. MJF is going to come back to the biggest fucking babyface reaction we've seen in a long time. Against John Moxley? MJF and I'm racing is going to come back to the biggest ovation in AEW in a long time. Please somebody clip that for me. And when they do that, will he get a reaction like that? Yes, because it's MJF and he's been gone for how many months now? Right. But now MJF is coming back to deal with the WWE guys and save AEW, MJF is going to come back as a goddamn babyface and deal with CM Punk, who people are not too keen on these days. That I could see. MJF being a babyface and Punk being a heel, yes, I could see that. But Punk and MJF in cahoots sounds extremely ridiculous because they were building towards this monumental, like, Austin Rock fucking clash clash with with these two guys. Big baby face versus big heel. And granted, yeah, by taking MJF off of TV with that with that insanely hot fucking promo and then bringing him back, he's going to get cheered like none other. Punk with all this fucking news going around about how he's trying to fucking blackball people and everything else and t- taking cheap shots at Hangman, Punk has made himself the fucking heel. So I think they are just taking what's being given to them and it's just going to apply it to storyline. But it still makes no sense to give the people a title unification match in the middle of the show in a five-minute segment and and do us like that. That was the worst payoff I could th- I could think of for a situation like this. The worst. You want instant gratification. You want you want you want instant gratification, bro. You 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 want you wanted a payoff. I don't want any gratification tonight. You wanted a You wanted a payoff. The match shouldn't have happened tonight. I don't want, and I could have waited forever for that gratification. I didn't want it tonight. I didn't. I never wanted that match to happen tonight. I didn't want any instant gratification. I wanted the match to happen at a pay per view, in the main event. What if I told you? What if, what, if, what if I told you the match tonight was Moxley's idea? I don't give a shit whose idea it was. It was John Moxley's sh- idea, and CM Punk agreed to it. I don't care if Triple H came up with it with fucking whoever in this fucking. It doesn't make any sense. First of all, let me let me let me cycle back to what you said. It's the most ridiculous thing for MJF and, and CM Punk to be in cahoots. They, dude, they're, they're they're tied together by the same fucking reason. CM Punk in 2011 and MJF in 2022, the same fucking thing. 
But why would it be ridiculous? Go by the story that they told us. In the CM week Punk is MJF's hero. If we're gonna go by the story that they told us and gave us in the weeks leading up to all of this, then it makes no sense. Now, if you want us to reach into the past and have us write our own narrative for shit we've known for the last 15 years or whatever, I can make it make sense. But it doesn't make sense from the shit they've been telling us. The 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 the, the promos, the way that uh, that MJF left, booking his own fucking flight out and everything else, and then going in the all of that shit happened was just all so he can team up with Punk? Yeah, because he's watching stupid. from the shadows, bro, watching what's happening with CM Punk. Everything that's happened backstage, whether it's some truth or, or, or it's all fucking bullshit, you know, I do believe that there is some internal drama backstage. There, there is no way that there can't be internal drama with all the fucking egos that I know exist in this business. Look at all the egos that exist in that locker room, bro. There's a there, there's there's Tony Khan, there's CM Punk, there's MJF, there's fucking Moxley, there's Paige. They're all sitting down, coming up with a way to turn all of this into a huge storyline. Tony Khan was on Busted Open Radio and openly talked about MJF, uh, not MJF, um, Adam Page and, and CM Punk having legit heat, legit heat, unfinished business stemming from their double or nothing feud. If if Tony Khan didn't want to talk about it. He, he would have not talked about it and wouldn't have opened up. That would have made it a little bit more, all right, maybe there is some real fucking shit going on. But the fact that he opened up so willingly to Bully Ray and Dave LeGreca on Busted Open Radio today makes me think that Tony Khan is devising something that originally he couldn't get out of the original storyline and he had to come up with something else. Bro, there's TV sweeps coming up. The sweeps, the sweeps month in October is coming up. They need to pull a big rating tonight and they need to pull a massive fucking streak of great ratings to get the type of deal that they want out of Warner Media. I am not... Uh, listen, I, I get where you're coming from, but I don't think that Tony Khan is just going to let this fucking go and he's booking by the seat of his pants. Bro, this is all step one to a greater storyline. It has to be con- continuity. There's going to be something bigger that we don't see yet that's going to build from all out and tonight and, and on in through September into Grand Slam. And into October, I can't. I can't be convinced otherwise. So you think TK gave us Punk versus Mox, and then put it in the middle of the show, and then squashed it for a ratings ploy? I think the match was made for a ratings ploy. I don't think the the decision tonight was a ratings ploy. I think the decision tonight was to shock people and get them talking about, oh my god, what the fuck happened. Oh, we're talking, all right. Not yeah. for the right reasons. Yeah, we're talking. I mean, bro, they could they could have went thirty minutes. What would it have accomplished? A good match. Yes, that's what you expect. Yeah, I, I expect that's what good you wrestling. expect out of John Moxley and CM Punk. We I, got I, what it, everybody did not expect, and people is, are fucking is anybody pissed here, about. Is anybody here not expecting good wrestling? Am I missing something? We got great wrestling tonight, bro. What are you talking about? In 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 that match. Between you expected a 30-minute unification match that was going to be the greatest match in AEW history. You didn't get that, and people are pissed. I did not expect a five-minute squash in the middle Nobody of the expected show. a five-minute squash. And you know what the best thing about pro wrestling is? And you know what the best thing about what Tony Khan is doing? He did it, and he made the decision to do that. But the question is why? The question is why? Because there is a bigger story here that is going to play into a CM Punk heel turn. Okay. 
The CM Punk, bro, the CM, I don't know how you felt about Punk, bro. I don't, the babyface CM Punk is great. It, it, he's great, but how much How much more of that, bro? It, how many years he's here? I don't know. How many How many more months could you have taken CM Punk as a babyface? Coming out, yeah, I, I love to be back. I love you guys. You're the reason I'm back, and I'm, oh, my God. Bro, the, the ceremony's over. Now bro, we got to get the real Phil Brooks on television, bro. The real Phil, Phil Brooks was the Phil Brooks that we got yet uh, last week when he cut that shit on Adam Page and that promo Moxley. Bro, there's, there's nothing wrong with a heel punk. Heel punk is better than babyface yes. punk. That's, that's never that's never the that was never the discussion. The discussion is here is how are we getting there? What what are we, which the which route are you taking? If we can go to the same destination, and I can get there in a way that makes more sense, and you can take fifteen detour stops in the wrong direction, then eventually get there. That doesn't mean it makes sense. You're expecting predictable booking, bro. When we get something unpredictable, everybody wants to say, oh, man, this shit sucks. That's my problem. That's my what, problem with what, everybody. What if, what if Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns ends in a five-minute squash with Drew winning? Would you be sitting there saying, guys, this is, this is, this is great. This is, this is long-term booking, guys. This makes sense. Would I be upset at that? No. I, I, would, be, I would actually be pleased if Roman Reigns uh, dropped the titles. That's all I care about. If it happens in 30 minutes or five minutes, I don't care. So you want instant gratification? No, I don't want instant gratification. If the story is there for something greater, I don't mind an unpredictable 30-minute match going five minutes. You would take the reign that Roman Reigns has had with these fucking titles and be happy with a five-minute squash from Drew McIntyre. At no, I'm not game. saying that. If that was the deci- if that was the decision, if there was a greater story to be told, yes, I'm with that. I, that to me, I, I've, been, I've been saying this for months. That's not my ideal situation. That match is not even an ideal situation. Roman losing the title to Drew McIntyre is not an ideal situation for me. It's Cody or nobody. I've said this m- for months now. But if Cody is not going to get the match against Roman, might as well be Drew. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. This makes no fucking sense, bro. You know that, don't you? This shit that the shit that TK and Punk and whoever else involved came up with to rectify whatever problem or issue or backstage issue or whatever mandatory meeting they called. This shit made no sense. The way the way they chose to resolve it or figure it out or pick it up or make it work is not working. This was a bad call. For if the match was not if the, if the match was a no go for all out, I mean you got to find a way to postpone it. You know, put it off, come up with something else. But a mox and and punk payoff for a unification of the AEW title should not be a five minute squash in the middle of dynamite. That was a very piss poor decision. Very. Why would we, we why why are we saying it's a piss poor decision when it was probably agreed upon by all three parties? That, that means that means all parties made a bad decision together, man. It doesn't mean it was a good decision because multiple people came to the same conclusion. So you think CM Punk came back to AEW after eight years being away to make bad decisions? He not intentionally, but he made one. He broke his foot. He realizes this is his mistake. Now we have to start all over. The situation was unfortunate as as far as the injury goes, but that doesn't mean this was the the right way to rectify it. This was a bad bad choice. Maybe CM Punk thought the same thing that a lot of people were thinking. John Moxley cannot be without the world championship. He's carried this company on his back while I was out. Let me put him over. 
there's a bigger story for me that doesn't include the world championship. Maybe the bad idea was putting the title on Punk. Not putting the title on Punk, I'm sorry. Maybe the bad idea was putting the title on Mox as the interim and not just stripping Punk and letting Punk heal and then come back and compete. Now he has to figure this interim shit out because he kept the title on Punk during his injury. Maybe that was the bad decision. All right, I could look at it a different way. Giving Moxley the interim championship has made John Moxley, you know, an even bigger star than he was before he came to AEW, and he's on the greatest run of his career. He just could have won the title and been champion. He'd have to be interim anything. And Nobody has to, to be interim anything. Back. Yeah, they, they would have to worry about when Punk came back and 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 what time he came. And, you know, and, if and everybody in the chat saying that I'm a fuck, you know, Hula Grim or anybody in the chat, anybody that says I'm on TK's payroll, get him the fuck out. I'm waving the AEW flag high. I'm sorry that I see this thing a lot different than a lot of people, man. Everybody wants to fucking cry disappointment, but nobody's fucking patient. That's the fucking problem. What does my patience have to do with me being an AEW Tony Khan shill? I don't understand that. I don't know, man, but... Punk is not going nowhere. Moxley's the world champion. There's a bigger story to be told here. Connect the fucking dots. Moxley will be at the pay-per-view defending the title. Against who? That's why you're going to order the fucking pay-per-view. Is it Punk? Is it MJF? Is it somebody else that just signed with the company? You're going to order the fucking pay-per-view. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think TK has lost control of his fucking locker room, man. That's what he wants you to think. Yes, I, yes there, is, there is a losing of control, bro. There, there yeah. is. There's a lot of fucking people back there. There's a lot of egos. I don't doubt that for a second. But I don't think he's lost control of it. I don't mean like full control, but maybe he's... I'm, okay, maybe I'm trying to say he's got too many people in his ear, all right, trying to direct him towards... Uh, trying, to, trying to direct him to what they think is right when he should just be the one that says... No, we're doing this because clearly it was his call to leave the title on Punk and not just make Moxley the full fledged champion. So now I think that decision has come back to bite him because now he needs the way to make Moxley champion, get the title off Punk and everything else. And you wouldn't have to worry about that shit if Punk just would have relinquished the title and started from scratch to get it back when he came back. That's all he had to fucking do. That's it. So are we get baby face CM Punk chasing all over again. Injuries happen, bro. Sucks. Yes, that's what you got to do. He got injured. What the fuck can you do? Because what they did makes zero sense. 
as opposed to just relinquishing the title. I get, again, bro, I, I get what you're saying there, but you gave him the world championship at double or nothing, and he had him, and Tony Khan had him beat Adam Page, and that was his first world championship after eight years of being away from the pro wrestling business, and then you want him to go and win it again? How are you going to duplicate the first time? You can't duplicate something like that. The second time would have been unceremonious and it wouldn't, ha wouldn't have been as special as the first one. So to me, it's a moot point. For the record, I think that's where he made his first fucking mistake. He shouldn't have had CM Punk beat Hangman Adam Page. I think MJF should have beat Hangman. Yes, I agree with then, you there. Yes. And then Punk could have beaten. I mean, that's, I think the, that's, where, that's, where, that's where this downfall started right there. And then it didn't help by him making Mox interim champion. And now they have this. This was all bad from the word go, and that injury didn't help anything, but it was still recoverable. But I think, like we just said, I think he's got a lot of people in his ear, changing his mind, coming up with different ideas, and I think what they came up with just makes no sense, none. That's why the community's all fucking divided over it, man. That's why we're not sitting here saying, "Man, this is awesome. Can't wait for the pay per view. This should be great." What about MJ? We're all saying, "What the fuck is going on here?" What is going on here? This makes no sense. Yeah, for the 4,100 people that have been asking me in the goddamn fucking chat, are we being worked? Vote on it. I want to see what you guys think. I think we're being worked. I really do. Man, it's an elaborate fucking work. It's not the work that we, we thought with MJF. I, I think they're going even a little bit more elaborate, and they're playing into the truths of the locker room that have come out in the last week or so. I think that's the wrong question. I mean, that here's okay, so that question... Are we being worked? Meaning all of this is a complete work and all a part of the long-term storybooking? Because that's not the fucking case. They're trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit, which is what they need to do. I just think they made chicken shit out of chicken shit. I can't see how, bro. I mean, you got CM Punk, you got John Moxley, you got Tony Khan, you got a, a lot of different fucking brains back there. I don't know how you're going to turn this into chicken shit. These are these are these are veterans of their craft, bro. CM Punk, you know the creativity of CM Punk and John Moxley in itself to get us where we need to go here, and then MJF obviously with how he's going to be handling everything and capable of what he's capable. Of. I I can't see this being not good. I can't see this falling flat and just being ah whatever. Bro, open up your eyes. It already fell flat. It it is already. It fell flat because Punk broke his foot. That could have been rectified, bro. That could have been rectified first off by not making Moxley an interim champion. That could have been rectified by stripping Punk or having him relinquish the title. You know, it's Tony Khan has always been on record saying that Moxley was the uncrowned champion. Maybe he wanted to make Moxley the world champion. Fine. Maybe what maybe what you said is Makes correct. Sense. Maybe he's going back and correcting it. Maybe maybe I shouldn't have given Punk the world championship. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, that I that I agree with. I, I think he is going to back and rectifying it, but. Now he's going back and changing his ideas weeks after he just made them. It's making it's it's making the long term booking thing look like it it was never existing. This was very this was not exist. So after the injury, if we're just gonna go from the injury itself and go from there, there should not have been an interim champion. Punk relinquishes and Punk will come back and get it because now now that puts you in the fucking clusterfuck that you're in trying to get the title off of Punk and all this other shit. What about MJF? You don't even have a main event for the biggest pay-per-view of the fuck. If there was no main events scheduled for WrestleMania two weeks out, you'd be flipping your shit right now. Bro, see, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns didn't break their fucking foot, bro. 
biggest show of the year, though, man. I was Pope flipping out when Cody wrestled ago. with a fucking torn pec muscle. Well, Pope broke his foot weeks ago. They had plenty of time to rectify a main event for an all-out show. Weeks ago. Yes, but they want. Yes, are, you wanted heavy. them, bro. You're going right back to what I taught. You're giving. You're, you're giving everybody here a look at what you wanted. You wanted the scheduled main event of Moxie versus Punk. You wanted the fucking Gorilla Monsoon Classic, man. Thirty minute classic. Fucking. Because that's uh, what. Because know? that's what they told us. That's what they told us. That's what they. That's what they built for us. Hey, we're gonna get Punk versus Mox. Card subject titles. to change. What's up? Card subject to change. Oh, you goddamn right. When you have no fucking plan, <laughs> it's gonna change a lot. Listen, I, I, I think Punk is uh, is turning heel. I think this is all one big elaborate work. And Jesse thinks otherwise. So I think th- I think they're trying to fix their own mistakes right now, and it's just not coming off well on TV. That's yes, what I are, are are there are there mistakes here? Yes, there, there's absolutely mistakes. There's, there's mistakes everywhere. There's a lot of booking mistakes. So, so to so to be like, oh well, when they get done telling this story, it'll make sense in the end. A, I don't think it will. But B, even if it does, the way it was going about just completely takes any kind of any kind of believability out of the whole ordeal. So, but I just hope we get to an ending where we enjoy it. To be honest, but two weeks out, the biggest show of the year, and now we don't even know what the main event is yet. It's not good storytelling, if you ask me. It may I mean, not be like good we, storytelling, but, uh, you know, again, I, I, I think all of what we saw tonight, all of the comments by Excalibur, Punk's look, the ladder match that was announced tonight with no qualifying matches, I, I honestly think there's a lot that they gave us tonight, little, little seeds that are going to lead up to All Out, and then when we get there, it's going to be like, oh, shit. Now I start to see things unfolding. If they be. wanted to announce a, an opponent for John Moxley, bro, they would have announced it tonight. They have somebody. I know they have somebody. Yeah, I thought, honestly, I thought with the way that that trios match was going, you know, we got that match starting at like nine thirty-two. I didn't think they were going to go all thirty minutes. I thought they were going to leave us like five or six minutes to the end of the show, and then something was going to happen at the end of that match. Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of did. I mean, but um, with the you know with the trios thing with with. With the elite coming down, all that stuff, but it just it, it just wasn't involved with the with the with the world title picture. So, I mean, it, man, I don't know. I I I don't think that this was a part of any kind of plan that they had. I think that they are flying by the seat of their pants since that injury from to Punk, and I think that the decisions that they've made since Punk's injury have been poor in regards to the title picture leading into the pay per view. I don't. I don't think it's very good storytelling at all. And you are. Uh, you are obviously. You know. You, maybe, you could sit. You, could, you could sit there and say that. Say that opinion. It's, it's your opinion, bro. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna maybe. sit here and tell you otherwise. I might be. I may be in the minority. You know. I mean, usually people are good for telling me how wrong I am and everything. So I. Don't, I don't know, man. It, you know, but it this, this this does not feel like the AEW booking I've been used to for the last three years. And, and it's not like their booking has been straight linear and it makes sense. No, they've taken us on rides and twists and turns. And I've been like, oh, I didn't see that shit coming. Oh, that's looking great. You know, but now we're just like, okay, let's see where this goes. Okay, let's see. But that, that, this is fucking stupid, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think they're trying to do the best they can with what they're given. Because I think shit did change. I think the egos have flared up. The MJF shit. 
I think Punk's issues with with Hangman, I think this shit is valid and real. And I think they're gonna turn it into a work to try to make some shit, make some um some something positive out of it. But I just think it's not coming off the way that they intended it to. So what do you think? What do you what do you think to you? What what would be the perfect situation if you were punk walking out tonight, hobbling on one foot? We know he's cleared to go, bro. Otherwise the match wouldn't have been made. You know, they want you to think he injured his foot again or broke his foot. Hobbling away, being carried off from uh, the show tonight, lost the title. Yeah. How long do we see him out? Do we see him go away for a little bit, just like MJF, longer than MJF, or just about the same time as MJF? How, how long is he out, and when, when does he come back? What are you doing with him now? That's the thing. I mean, so so to now, to, to go from what they've given us tonight and, and try to, like, you know, try to pinpoint where we think they're going from here, I have no idea. Because this this was all so silly, man. So, if look, I, I I even said a few weeks ago, I don't think Punk is fully healed. I don't think he's as bad as the way they portrayed him in this, you know, in in this match tonight. He's not that fucking bad, you know, off. But I just I just think he's not fully healed. But where do they go from here? I mean, it looks like they're gonna play the injury up for a little bit. Fine. Um, maybe he come. Maybe they come up with a with a fucking challenger for for Mox. And then they have a match, and then Punk comes out in Chicago and interferes somehow. Maybe I don't know. It's, it's hard to try. It's, it's hard to kind of guess where they're going from here from what they've given us because what they've given us kind of made no fucking sense, man. Yeah, I have no idea. Do you feel? You know, I don't. I don't know. You know, a lot. Of, a lot of the times we usually say, you and I, you know, uh, back and forth that uh, give Tony Khan the benefit of the doubt. He's earned our trust. Are you are you in that same boat, or are you or are you starting to lose a little bit of Tony Khan here and, and trust him less? Do you feel seeing this narrative being thrown around? Uh, you know, because Cody was in the news. He said recently that without he and Brandy, AEW wouldn't exist. A lot of people are are claiming that AEW is taking a, a hit creatively when Cody left for WWE. Do, do you feel like Tony Khan is losing the trust of the fans, or the fans are losing the trust in Tony Khan? And and do you feel like the company's taking a hit with Cody going is- to WWE creatively? That is a very, very, very good question, bro. That is a very good question because I think it's a nice, a nice little combination of the stories that we're hearing about how he's losing control of this locker room, added with the white hot streak that Triple H is on in WWE. I think, I think maybe TK is maybe feeling a little pressure from the other side, so he's trying to hot shot some booking here and there, make some things happen, and make some things click. Um, I do think that he needs to get his get his family under control back there. Maybe that's why he called this mandatory meeting to get his shit in order with his fucking team. That could be that could be the case as well. I I do think he has lost a lot of that good grace as of lately, just because of the way things have been coming off. Now that doesn't mean that AEW sucks. It doesn't mean no one's ever going to trust him again. It doesn't mean any of that shit that people might be saying online. All it means is that he's hit a little rough patch. He's hit some bad luck with some injuries. So is WWE and everything else. We've all had major injuries over the last few months. I get it. But if I'm going to be honest, man, yeah, I think he is probably feeling a little bit of pressure to, to make things a little bit better as far as creatively goes. People are complaining about Rampage, how it's just not a good show. I've been complaining on my show how Dark has changed. Nobody expects a five-star a five star show out of AW Dark. But the thing is, it used to serve a very interesting purpose that it no longer does. 
it's just repetitive bullshit now instead of us getting fresh up-and-coming talent with fresh matches with entrances for jobbers and everything. We don't get that shit anymore. It's like he literally gives zero fucks about it. Same for Rampage. He's totally focused on everything going on on Dynamite, and even that's not flowing well right now. I mean, you would know better than me about what's happening on Dar. I mean, I, I felt the same thing about Rampage for, for months now. I mean, Rampage has looked like a fucking... Uh, just nonsensical, I, I don't give a fuck attitude. You know, yeah. it, it's it's not right. And honestly, I, I honestly think that stems a lot from, you know, it not really being the true B-show of, of, of AEW. I, I think if it was, you know, what SmackDown is to WWE as their B-show, to me, Monday Night Raw is always their A-show. Um, I feel like Rampage would be a lot better. But that's not the case. It's at 10 o'clock. It's on Friday. It's not in a primetime spot. It's not live. I mean, there's a ton of things working against Rampage. You know, Dark, you would have a better grasp on Dark. I mean, I never really found Dark to be important outside of the pandemic era where it was really served to give a lot of the indie talent not being booked on the indie circuit because everybody was fucking terrified of COVID a reason to work and be flown into Jacksonville and work in the confines of Daly's Place. It was the lifeblood of professional wrestling for about a good year, year and a half. And then all of a sudden it went away. But... You know, they really need to get another solid two hours of television that are live on television, live, you know, outside Dynamite to really feel like a complete wrestling show. You can't operate with one hour taped on fucking Rampage every Friday at 10 o'clock. I would do the same thing as as he's doing right now, not give a shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and... I mean, I, I know I know Dark is not, you know, a cup of tea for most people out there, but, I mean, it's just something I've just taken, you know, just a, just taken a special interest in and paid extra attention to it because it's just my thing and what I've been doing. And anybody who's been watching with me over the last couple of months would tell you the same thing. Dark has just not been the same. You know, we don't expect quality TV, but even that being said, it's gotten progressively worse. I mean, look at Rampage. And apply the same thing to dark, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just, I mean, same people, same matches. We we rarely get new guys. We still get some new talent here and there. They don't get entrances. They don't get the spotlight that they used to get. We used to get the enhancement time. They get their own entrance. They get their shit in. We get to see their finishers and the stars will kick out and then kill them. And then, you know, it's over. It's, we just see Dark Order versus the fucking wingman and shit like that. It is, it's just not the same thing. And it is... It is that laziness is starting to bleed into Rampage, and it feels like it's now bleeding into Dynamite. Well, I mean, I think the problems with Dark are, are really coming from the fact that Rampage is not where it needs to be. You know, because you can't get everybody on television, so he puts your death triangles on, on Dark, and he gives you a fucking Daniel Garcia, and he gives you, you know, the, 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 the trust busters on fucking on, on Dark. You know, it, yeah. it should really be served as a true independent show with maybe a star or two making an, an appearance. I, right. I don't want to see fucking weekly appearances by Death Triangle right. or, or fucking uh, Wheeler Yuda, you know, guys like that. No, I mean, that should be right. served as an indie showcase. And I laugh that Excalibur says uh, something along the lines of uh, something. I, I don't know where it was in the show, but he mentioned Dark. Yo, uh, Kylan King, he mentioned, yeah, she's been doing great on, uh, or winning on Dark and this and that and whatever the case may be. I don't want to hear about Dark when it comes to Dynamite. Nothing that happens on Dark should be mentioned on Dynamite. I don't give a fuck what happened to Kylan King for the the last nine months on Dark. This is the first, as far as I'm concerned, this is the first two times, first two appearances I've seen Kylan King, and that's Uh all I want to know. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've seen her I've seen her on Dark the last couple of weeks, so I knew she was coming back to TV. I know she was back on the indie for for a while. And I I even said, Oh, there's Kylan King. She'll probably be back on TV soon, you know. Then sure enough, there she is. Um, you know, I I've even said this on on my show as well, that it'd be great to get some kind of continuity from Dynamite on to Dark. So when we see the matches on Dark saying, Hey, you know, this is what you missed on Dynamite in case you missed it. I agree that we don't need the feuds. Well, first off, we don't really get any feuds on Dark. But I agree we don't really need the storylines and feuds from Dark on Dynamite. We need the stuff from Rampage on Dynamite. But the thing is, nobody gives a shit what's going on on Rampage. He does need to get his house in order. That's the fucking point of this conversation. He He does does need to get his house in order. Everything seems like a fucking... it, it, It seems like a fucking clogged artery. Yeah. It's like there's, there's, there's just so much going on. There's so much to, to take in. There's no breathing room. Yeah. None. Yeah. I, now, think, I don't um, know if that stems from Cody leaving. I don't know if that stems because Tony Khan wants to do everything himself. I don't know. I'm genuinely fucking concerned over the lack of, of care for Rampage, the fucking nonsensical shit we see on Dark, sometimes bleeding onto Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah. You know, the, the booking... You know, to me, it's it's not been as I could be honest with you. It hasn't been as as good as it has been. You know, outside no. the Wardlow MJF feud, which I thought was tremendous, and this Jericho, uh, you know, Eddie Kingston shit that was tremendous, leading into There's the Anarchy match ball. and the Blood and Guts, and then we got Brian and Jericho. I mean, that's long term booking. All of that's long term booking. You know, he picks his spots. He got that, which is great. You got, uh, you know, what I just mentioned. That's great, but. Everything else, bro, it seems like he is kind of just throwing shit at the wall and hoping something sticks. See him stick. That, that's, a, that's another drop ball as well. What's, what is going on with Wardlow? He was white hot coming out of this MJF feud. Wardlow, Wardlow, to me, the only thing I could really say is Wardlow's, I would say, cold streak lately is because he, he has so much other shit to concern himself with. This guy is the... TNT champion, bro. He should be the number two priority on Tony Khan's list. He should be on the fucking show. Not every week, but every other week, yes. He should not be He should not be making random appearances on Rampage at the fucking 1030 hour, you know, uh, for, the, for the only appearance of Wardlow for the week. No. No. But he's trying to situate everything else he has going on in the main event picture right now, and I think everything else has fallen to the waste. Everything except the trios titles. Yeah. What's going on with the tag titles? The tag titles are uh, going to be defended at all out with the acclaimed and uh, swerve in our glory. That just that just popped up tonight. There's no heat there at all. No, there's no heat. None. There's none. It was made because they're in the top five. They've been in contention and they uh, apparently are the uncrowned champions, says the acclaimed. There's no heat there. Um, they're, they're they're trying to book and you know Athena, what Athena with 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 Jade. There's there's no heat there. Well, you know none what? The tag team titles don't have any heat. Title. And I'll tell you right, I'll tell you this right now. I mean, and 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 get ready to start hating me again. I don't think Thunder Rose is fucking injured, man. I think that part is a work. Listen, um I don't wanna I don't wanna say that you're right, but I would be lying if I told you it wasn't the first thing that crossed my mind when I was watching that segment. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. But I just think it was out of left field. It was out of nowhere. Those crocodile tears, those crocodile tears, tears didn't fucking sell me on anything. I think it's a work. 
the Renegade Twins were on Dark the other day winning in a fucking squash match. I think they're getting ready for TV. I think this is all a work for Thunder Rosa. I mean, we'll talk about that in a second, but, um, you know, yes. All, all the discussion that we had is because All Out, AEW in general, just seems all over the place. I don't know. I don't know what needs to be done. I almost want to say they need to fucking go the WWE route and split their fucking rosters. I, I don't want that to be the case because there's just so many fucking people. But there's That's not enough thing that, too. There's not enough fucking hours on part. TV. We didn't even talk about this part. All of that should be just talked about with TK trying to get his house in order with this and then with Rampage and then with Dark and everything else. We didn't even talk about ROH. There's still the ROH factor that needs to be situated. Yeah. There's too much going on right now for this guy to handle. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't really, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel, I'm not, I don't want to say it doesn't feel exciting because I was very much looking forward to tonight. I think, I think whatever came out tonight is exciting. I mean, I'm here in front of 4,000 people. It's exciting to me. I thought the yeah. show was great tonight. I oh, thought, yeah, I, no. I think the trios tournament is absolutely fucking incredible so far. We're getting Osprey and Omega in a fucking ring next week together. I mean, there's, there's a lot of shit to be excited about. But but the bear the backbone of AEW is is not stable right now. It's it doesn't not. Feel this way. It doesn't feel that way, man. No. No. I I don't know I don't know what else to tell you. You know. It was great, but you know, was, uh, sorry about that, man. That was. And we might as well move on. Look, I mean, we, we, I think we said all, all we can honestly say about Seattle. Yeah, man. You know, this man. is this is fucking hot, man. This this is this is what this is what wrestling podcasts are supposed to be about, man. Yeah, this is what it's all about, man. I mean, because when shit happens on a show, uh, very rarely is it all just one opinion straight down the line. So it's gonna come with different ones, and when you get people on the show that have one opinion, and then their associates or their co-hosts all sit there and jerk each other off and agree with each other and, this, you know, suck each other off. It's no fucking fun. Everybody in this chat, 4,000 people, and I bet they're all pretty much split down the middle of who thinks what. And now they're getting that on this show, their version of what they think is going on because we're getting two separate versions. This is what podcasting is all about, ladies and gentlemen. I, I want to read a super chat here by 813 Car Guy, $15 super chat. What's up, brother? Thank you so much for the 15 and super chat. Too much... Uh, stop and start stories right now. WWE is doing a better job right now in stories. Can't believe I just said that. LaGreca straight up asked TK what the plans are for the world title are all out, and TK avoided it. Of course he's going to avoid it. Yeah, he's not going to tell you the plan. He's not going to tell the plans out there on, uh, on live podcasting, live radio, but I do think that he's got something up his sleeve. I do. You know, and I do think tonight was all the beginning of a uh, of a of a big thing for him, and, and yeah. what what he's got going on. That's just the way I feel. Now, I think we said well all all that we can say about CM Punk. We'll talk about the match in in a, in a little bit, and then we'll get into the news. I mean, I mean, I got the news about how it all came about and TK's meeting and all that stuff. So we got stuff to talk about there, even though it was just elbows and a fucking Death Rider, and it was one, two, three. We're gonna shift gears to uh, Thunder Rosa. That was the other big thing, shocking. To say the least, Thunder Rosa, she said that she was stepping down. Now, I interpreted that as her relinquishing the title. Some people were like, she is not vacating the title. Some people said that she relinquished the title and vacated the title. 
I don't give a fuck what terminology you want to use. Thunder Rose is not the AEW Women's Champion anymore. She yeah, still may be the champion on fucking down. paper, but we're going to have a new champion. And when she comes back, she's not going to really be the champion until she beats the interim champion. So either way you make it sound, it, the Thunder Rose is not the champion right now. Why? I don't know. I, I, I scoured the internet, immediately went to Fightful Select. Nothing was said there. Nothing was said on PW Insider. All, all that was said, Jesse, is that she's injured. Crying in front of Tony Schiavone, injured. She's going to come back bigger, better than ever. And her husband tweeted tonight, same thing. He's been with her for 15, 16 years. There's no harder woman working in this industry right now. Her work ethic is better than everybody. She's going to come back and blow everybody away. So I'm on the same wavelength as you, bro. I read this, and I seen this, and I dissected this segment literally out of left field, man. We, I, don't, I don't know if Thunder Rosa wrestled recently somewhere. I doubt it. She might have got injured training, possibly, but we're getting a fatal four-way at the pay-per-view. Sheeta, Tony Storm, Britt Baker, and Jamie Hayter for the interim AEW World Championship. There's that interim again. Tony Khan loves his interim. Yeah. I wonder what his interim dr- beverage is when there's no white claw. But that's what I want to know. And no, like, like you just pointed out, she came out and said she's stepping down. She's stepping down, yes. So what is there an interim for? You just need a new women's champion, I, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, let's, let's, let's shout out our fucking... Angel Alaga with a $150 super chat. Brother, how could I forget you? Angel Alaga with a $150 super chat. Agree with Jesse, disappointed with the match and show. Usually AEW hits homers. Tonight they strike out. Can't be a shill as much as I love AEW. Appreciate it, bro. That, that, that's a extremely, extremely generous super chat, man. Thank you so much. So, yeah, man, you're not the only one that was thinking about uh, what you just said about Thunder Rosa. I honestly think that uh, it could potentially be something going on behind the scenes. I, I don't know if she's her. I don't want to say the woman's not her because we love the woman, you know, but. Uh, it's okay to love her and say she's not hurt. I, I, I don't, I, I don't want to say something that isn't true, though. I don't want to I don't want to well, put, her, put it on blast. Yeah, Thunder well, no, Rosa's not, not hurt. It's not it's not putting her on blast. Look, in, until until Brian or or or, you know, Thunder Rosa want to reach out to us and give us the truth then we're going to sit here and speculate on what it looks like to us. And like you just said, I've heard diddly fucking squat about Thunder Rosa having any kind of injury until tonight. And uh-huh. it just feels like it's a work because of that reason. I've heard nothing about a potential injury at all. Somebody in the chat said maybe she got pregnant. What the fuck, bro? I don't, it's always a possibility. It's a possibility, but how are you going to hide that from nine months? You just come out and say it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, gonna... <laughs> I mean, all right, so we got, you know, I mean, this is another storyline that he's got to, you know, divert away from Jesse and he's got to do something else because we were, I, I mean, the way the cards were shaping up, it looked like somebody was going to turn here, whether it was Tony Storm or Thunder Rosa, somebody was turning on somebody. Yeah. So now we got Tony Storm, Rip Baker, Sheeta, and Jamie Hader. Do we give it to Tony Storm and give it to somebody new and fresh in the division? Or does Tony Khan go and give it to his tried and true and Britt Baker again? I mean, I have, that's a difficult situation right there. You know, he's going to yeah. be mulling that over for hours upon hours upon hours up until the pay-per-view. I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, that, that is a shocker coming out of the show. Her stepping down or relinquishing or going out with injury or whatever they're going to end up doing with this. Didn't see that coming at all. Um... And to be honest, I hope it's not true. I hope it's a fucking work. I don't want to see the woman injured at all, man. So I hope it's a work and it's all a point for her to come out at the pay-per-view and do what she needs to do to, you know, 
carry out whatever plan she may have had. But I'm hoping it's a work. I'm hoping she's not hurt. I mean, and in a perfect world, you know, maybe it is. And if she is hurt, man, I have no no problem saying that she'll be back to 100, you know, quickly and get back to on top. Um, I was hoping, you notice if I have not said in a long time how she's been mistreated and not being booked well, I've strayed away from that because it looked like they were finally doing something of importance with her hidden into the pay-per-view. But now this is another curveball thrown at us, so we just got to see where it's going at this point. I'm going to go out there and say, even though I thought what you were thinking, I'm going to go out and say that I do think Thunder Rose is hurt because I, I do think that woman would work through any injury that uh, uh, would be hindering her to not give up that championship. I, I think the woman is, is is at a point where she may be seriously hurt and, and can't physically go and, and deliver what she you know, wants to deliver, and that's quality. You know, I, I don't think she'd be fucking around with something like that. Of all people, I, I think that's the last thing that she would do. So, you know, she she legitimately, you know, could be hurt. Obviously, there will be speculation like this talked about everywhere, but I do think that she's legitimately hurt. And if she is, you know, it's none of our business what the injury is. I just want her to get better because the division is much better with her there than a division without her there. So, yes. you know, that's not somebody that you're going to wake up tomorrow morning and then instantly have a fucking replacement for. You're not going to do that. Uh, there's not really a replacement for Thunder Rosa that's currently out there that Tony Khan can bring in and slot into her spot. It's not going to happen. So from me and to her and her family, you know, obviously she has our love and our support, no doubt about it. And I hope she gets back and she will be back yes. soon and better than ever. So we'll just leave yes. it at that. But the title... You know, it's either Tony to me or or Britt. And I, I, I'm going to go with Tony because I, I don't think that people are really keen on Britt winning the championship again. I don't know how good yeah. that's going to look. Even though Britt said, well, I, I defended my title during my reign with a broken wrist. You know, that to me, that was a shoot. That was, I mean, that, that was a shoot. I mean, <laughs> you know, no matter how you want to look at it. I mean, Britt Breaker was shooting uh, as much as she could tonight in the context his- of uh, shoot. Here's here's the here's here's the thing. If if this if this injury is a work, good because I think it's gonna pay off very well for for Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Um, I, if it's a shoot, I'm not gonna lie. Legit, um, I'm gonna go back to thinking that this is an an issue where she will not get back to the top with the way that Tony Khan has been booking her. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Getting back to the top. So she comes back, she's not going to be at the same level she is now when she gets back? So that's what I think, man. If, if, this is a, if this is a legit shoot of an injury, because she she's just been booked so poorly as the women's champion, and if this injury is going to sideline her, I don't see TK pushing her back to where she needs to be on top, man. I think he'll go back to his tried and true and just run with it that way. I think giving the title to Britt Baker is a bad idea. I do. Uh, even though everybody loves it, Britt Baker's fine. I love Britt Baker. I think she's great. Uh, yeah. I don't think a, a t- another title ring with Britt Baker is necessarily what, what the division needs. I don't. No. No. I do not either. I, I To me, it felt like the story was heading towards a Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm um, feud, a war, a battle with a turn coming for Thunder Rosa. And if this is all the work, and I'm I'm still confident that's where we're heading towards. But if this is a legit injury and she's hurt, I'm kind of worried about 
her position in the company when she gets back because I don't think TK really gave her enough to succeed in the, her title run. Man. I don't think Tony Khan's going to give anybody, no matter who the champion is, uh, enough to succeed unless it's Britt Baker. That's the yeah. problem. You know, and, and if you make Britt Baker the champion, you know, I don't want to come off like a disrespectful prick, you know, and, and Mr. Know-it-all, but I'm going to say what I have to say now here anyway. If you make Britt Baker the champion, then you're really, you're really venturing down that Charlotte Flair vibe with Britt Baker. Oh, and Britt Baker is not Charlotte Flair. And I mean that in a good way. Nobody wants to be Charlotte Flair. I mean, she's fucking nauseating television. Britt Baker is not nauseating television. But no. people are going to associate that with, you got all this talent in the women's division, and you're going right back to Britt Baker. Where is anybody else's opportunity? That's not what we need. The, 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 the division doesn't need uh, you know, Britt Baker to be the champion. The division needs some focus and some fucking storylines and more time on television. Yes. You know, a 10-minute women's match, you know, is not enough for three hours of weekly television. It's not. No. That division doesn't I mean, deserve that. I mean, for, look, man, for me, okay, so for me, it's the little things. Like, tonight, Thunder Rosa said that she was no longer, she was stepping down, she wasn't going to be champion. She's the women's champion. This segment could not have been done in the ring. She couldn't come out to the ring in front of the people as the babyface champion and announced, hey, I got to step down. They did it in a backstage segment with Tony. He has no faith in her. He has no faith in her to go out. Britt Baker went out and cut a fucking promo about her in the ring. Thunder Rosa wasn't even allowed to come you, out. You, 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 make, you make an excellent point. I, 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 I wasn't even thinking about that because I was so shocked that the announcement was fucking made yeah. and just the generalization of the announcement. But you are correct. I mean, this is something that should have actually happened in the fucking center of the ring with that emotion in front of that live audience, not in the fucking back, and then quickly to the next match and then to the yes. next segment. It's, um, um, I mean, is she yes. holding the, the women's championship of all elite wrestling or is she holding some fucking paperweight 24-7 title? Yes. Like, I don't understand that. I, I don't know. I, like I said, I just don't think he has the faith in her when he booked. I mean, I don't think he's he's not putting enough behind her. I said nothing about this as of late because I felt like they were heading towards something with her, so I wanted to see where it was going, so I was letting it play out. But, I mean, she couldn't... I mean, come on, man. Let her go out and fucking... And, and let her go out and, and interact with the fucking fans. How can we... How can we... How can we accept her? How can we get invested in her if you won't present her to us? Give her a microphone. Get Shivani, Get Shivani back to the fucking somewhere else... And let us talk to Thunder Rosa. We don't need Shivani to hold a microphone in front of her. She knows how to hold a fucking microphone. She knows how to speak. She speaks English. Let her fucking speak, man. I agree with you 100%. I don't know why we needed Tony Shivani for this interview. She should have just came out and walked, into, walked to the ring by herself with a fucking spotlight on her, and that's it. Uh, all, you needed to get, all you needed to do was give her three minutes, four minutes tops, to tell her, uh, to, uh, and tell her to go out there, make this announcement, and then, you know, obviously... Show show the emotion there, which would have been done anyway if this was a legit thing, and, and and call it a day. Yeah, let her go out there and get some thank you Rosa chance. You know, let her go out there and 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 make the crowd feel and give a shit. And, 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 and what Jesse and what Jesse's saying, you know, th there's weight to that because you know, and I don't want I don't want to pinpoint Tony Khan disliking Thunder Rosa. Th th that's not the case, but you know, the things that we've seen added up 
together. You put them all in a fucking box and you put a nice big bow on it. You know, it's not very attractive for the for how he's treated Thunder Rosa. No. And I don't want to single Thunder Rosa out because it's the entire division that's a fucking problem. But I want you guys to ask yourself this question. Would he send Britt Baker out into a fucking what looked to be a pre-taped segment to, to relinquish the title in, in front of Tony Schiavone? Or would he send Britt Baker out in front of the ring to address the fucking thousands that are there to watch this big show tonight? Would he do that to Jay Cargill? The answer is no. 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 So why do it to your AEW women's champion? It's fucking stupid. Yeah. And it's not fair. No. And it's, it's one not. of the major problems that this fucking division has. There, and, and it, it's seemingly a, a company-wide thing. Some, no. And it's very blatant. Some are much more important than others. Other priorities are much more bigger than the other things that need to be taken care of. This is why it people is. say that the house is not in order. And things need to be changed. Quick. I still think back to when she first won the title. Then she came out to cut a promo with Tony Schiavone and didn't even didn't get to cut that. She got attacked from behind. We never got her promo after she won the title. I mean, it, it, it just. They just her first women's title defense was against Nyla Rose and Jesse made it uh, made it uh, a statement here uh, saying that she didn't even get a fucking promo in. Vicky Guerrero cut her off. And the promo was about Nyla Rose making fun of Thunder Rosa if she had a fucking green card to be in this country. That's your fucking storyline after Thunder Rosa just won the championship? That's the first thing that you got for her to do. Yep. Didn't like it. (laughs) Man. So, again, I really hope this injury is a fucking work, man. I really do. Because if it is, then that's great news for Thunder Rosa and and big shit is going down for her at the pay-per-view. And you think the Renegade Twins are going to play a factor into this, or are you still yeah. on that? You still on uh, yeah, that? I think, yeah, I think the Renegade Twins are headed to TV, man. Just from what we've seen on Dark, the Renegade Twins are headed to TV, man. Huh. I Maybe think, they take yeah. out Jamie Hader and Britt Baker? They, uh, I, I think they will be... Um, unfortunately, I also put this down in my notes. I don't think you're going to like it. It does. It, it, it's feeling more and more like women's tag titles coming in at some point. That's too. the last thing. Listen, man, if we get women's tag team titles, I'm, I'm blasting the whole fucking company. Fuck it, just, it feels like it, man. I'm sorry. I'll fly so, down to Jacksonville and fucking gather an army, man, with pitchforks like I would do at t- outside of Titan Tower when Vince McMahon made a fucking dumb move. No, we don't need women's tag team titles. We don't. I agree. The women's division is non-existent right now. The fuck are you going to do with tag team titles? Look at what WWE's doing with the tag team titles. They're fucking <laughs> cursed. Yeah, yeah. It's it's too soon. There's already too many titles. There's already the, the roster's bloated. Everybody's been saying that. We all know it. There's not enough live TV. You know, there's, I mean, there's so much to rectify here, man. There's so much to rectify here in AEW, man. He he's, he, he needs some help in, in, in upper management to, to straighten all this shit out, man. The other big thing that happened tonight was Brian Danielson and Chris Jericho. I'm loving this storyline. This, this is just tremendous, tremendous stuff. Daniel Garcia has been somebody that, and I'm being honest with you guys because I'm always honest with you guys. I built this entire fucking channel on honesty. I did not see Daniel Garcia as anything more than another small guy who comes on in from the indies that everybody is fucking crazy over, who deserves an opportunity, and all this other shit. Obviously, I'm not thinking that now, and he's a much better performer now and a much better character now on television than he was when we first saw him during the pandemic teaming up with 2.0. 
Uh, we said the same thing about 2.0 as well. Why did they sign these guys? Oh, my God. These guys were jobbers on NXT. Fucking uh, getting beat up by everybody. Now, look at them. I don't say the same thing about even 2.0 now. Bro, yeah. Daniel, Gar- Daniel Garcia has been given an opportunity, and he's fucking killed it in every opportunity he's been given by AEW. And yeah. Jericho, I don't want to bl- I don't want to praise Daniel Garcia on, on everything he's done. He's obviously a huge part of what he's done for himself, but you cannot leave out Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson, bro. No. I want to see more of this in professional wrestling, and I feel like we don't get enough of this in professional wrestling. A veteran like Jericho, a veteran like Brian, taking somebody and molding them into the future of the business. That is what Jericho and Danielson have done with Daniel Garcia, and we're seeing it all play out on television, and, man, it is it is fucking absolutely beautiful. It really is. It is. It is. They've, it, they, they, they are using Chris Jericho to perfection in, in everything he's done in AEW, from him being the first world champion to him getting his faction, him getting others over like Sammy. And now Garcia, and no, I'm like you. When I first saw Daniel Garcia, just you know, looking at him and knowing nothing about him, I just gave him a kind of a look like, you know, who the fuck is this guy? You know, but it took me probably about two to three matches, two to three matches of watching this guy work to be like, okay, I know what this guy does, and he fucking wrestles and he's damn good at it, dude. So that's just that. That's going to be his gimmick. He's fucking badass in the ring. And it was the same for Wheeler Yuta. These guys can work, man. These guys can fucking wrestle. That, and that's just it. And, the, and they get the exposure that they get to fans like us because of guys like Jericho signing off on him saying, hey, this guy can do this. This guy can do this. And sure as shit, man. I mean, I've been on record saying this guy can fucking wrestle. And, and he's so good at it. He's... Brian Danielson in his fucking, you know, in his younger days, good at it. He's really fucking good at it. I love what they're doing with him right now. You know, a lot of people, you know, you look at Jericho as, uh, you know, I, I still, I still to this day, bro, I, I think back to a lot of people, you know, complaining about Jericho winning the world championship and being the first ever AEW world champion over, over a hangman page. And we, we here, we were one of the very few that, Praised the decision, making it a statement claiming that yeah, this is the right right way for AEW to grow, and the right guy to hold that championship is Chris Jericho. I'm, I'm telling you right now, man. I, I I think people appreciate Jericho, but I don't really think they they appreciate the value uh, that Chris Jericho brings to this company. This, this is just you know, this is on the lower scale of things that this man has done for the company. Outside of all the other things he's done for the company, constantly reinventing himself, he's gone through two groups. He's gotten 2.0 over. He's gotten Daniel Garcia over. He's gotten, you know, fucking anarchy in the arena under his belt, which was one of the best things I've seen all year. He's got blood and guts under his belt, not once but twice. The first one was a little hokey with the fall off the cage, but the second one was tremendous. I mean, Jericho and Eddie Kingston. Jericho's had some of the best matches he's had in in any promotion for himself in, in AEW. And then you 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 take what he's doing with Garcia, and then you apply Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson here. I mean, you, you, this is where Tony Khan thrives. Uh, for all the things that we say Tony Khan needs to get his house in order with, this is, this is where he thrives. Look, look at what he's doing with the, yeah. with the veterans he has on the roster and, and, and the young pillars of the company that he has on the roster. These people are taking care for or, or, take, or being looked after, which is great. Yeah. And 
And tonight, it really bled into getting us the match with Jericho and, and Brian, and it's all because of Daniel Garcia. Long-term booking. Easily. Easily, you know. And, and, you know, down the road, down the line, you know, when Garcia does become a seasoned veteran and, and one of the top guys in this company, he'll be able to look back and say, hey, you know, everybody will be saying, you know, hey, this, this guy was fucking mentored by Chris fucking Jericho, bruh. Yeah. You know, he's, I mean, it, it, when Jericho's done and retired and gone, that'll be that'll be always hanging with Garcia. This guy was fucking mentored by Chris Jericho. He knows what the fuck he's doing, man. And that match is announced. Jericho and, and Brian is going to take place at All Out. And uh, I, I think Daniel Garcia is uh, going to be a huge factor in that match, obviously, because he's the centerpiece of this storyline. Whether it's for, uh, I've I seen some people joking around, uh, oh, it's going to be... Uh, going to be Daniel and uh, and Jericho for the custody of uh, of of Garcia. I, I don't know if it's for the custody of Garcia, but um it really does leave the door open for one of two things to happen. One, obviously, the one thing I want to have happen is Garcia walk on into the Blackpool Combat Club. I think he would be a perfect fit for the Blackpool Combat Club and it would add, you know, somebody else that Brian Danielson is incredibly high on into the company, uh you know, to go with, with Claudio and Yuta and Moxley. And the other thing is, is this all a fucking work? I mean, is is he going to turn his back on his hero mm-hmm. and, and go and join Jericho? And this is all a ruse for the JAS to get one over on the Blackpool Combat Club again. Bingo. And that that's also a strong possibility. So at, at this pay-per-view, Garcia, right now, Garcia can go um, babyface or double down on the heel and be a real fucking prick for, for doing what he's doing to Danielson. So either way, Garcia's going to win in this feud. I mean, he was uh, he was getting chance of you're a wrestler tonight. Yep, I mean, the fans are behind him. Brian's behind him. So if he sides with Jericho and stays with JAS, oh, he'll be a complete dick, dude. The fans will hate him. Yeah, it'd be great. So some context here with this segment. This was the first thing that opened the show. Garcia and Jericho had a little uh, meeting of sorts. Garcia said, "You knew that moment was special to me." So Jericho last week. He got in Garcia's face because Brian wanted a, sh- a handshake and people were chanting, you're a wrestler. Jericho um, got in the way of that, and Garcia shoved him. He shoved a little, little shove. He, he didn't shove him down or anything. It wasn't a forceful shove like it was tonight, but he shoved him away. You knew that that moment was special to me to share the ring with my hero, Brian Danielson. He said the match got rave reviews, and some called it the best match in Dynamite history, which it was not. It, it's up there, but it's not, in my honest opinion. He said he hung with Danielson for 30 minutes. He said that was the kind of match that he always dreamed of having when he was a kid. He said he hopes there was a kid watching last week who would want to have that match someday that makes them feel that way and the same way he felt last week. He said when Danielson offered his hand, offered his hand out of respect, he says he didn't care if people called him a wrestler or a sports entertainer. It was a moment for him. Then he yelled at Jericho that he ruined the moment. Jericho says he's sorry, feels that way, but there will be plenty more moments like that because you're the greatest technical sports entertainer in the world today, and you love Jericho because he's egging on with the sports entertainer while the fans are chanting, you're a wrestler. So, obviously, Jericho knows what he's doing here. Nice choice of words there. He said deep down he knows he's a sports entertainer, so he wants him to hear him say it. Fans are chanting, you're a wrestler at Garcia. Jericho yelled, yelled for him to say it, and I was getting a little bit more boisterous. Garcia went to talk. Danielson came out, and before Danielson got out there, uh, obviously, Garcia was, you know, Yelling with Jericho, he became even more confused now, putting his head in his hands. 
Well, Danielson walked out, and Danielson said his mentor is trying to bully him into saying he's a sports entertainer. He told Garcia that he can be whatever he wants to be, but he respects that they wrestled last week. He said he agrees with the fans that he's a wrestler. Jericho asked, you're really going to do this to me? You're a sports entertainer, and I want to hear you say it. Garcia yelled, stop it. I'm torn between my mentor and my hero. I can't do it. I can't do it. Leave me alone. He turned to leave. Jericho turned him around very forcefully, and Garcia shoved Jericho down to the mat. And then he leaves the ring. Danielson is laughing, watching all of this. He's smiling and laughing. And then Jericho obviously is offended by this, and he gets in Danielson's face. He says he's tired of people telling him that Danielson is the best pro wrestler in the world. He says he's never seen that. Jericho said people say he's the greatest of all time. When you talk about longevity, reinvention, changing the course of wrestling, I just might be. And he's, he's right. It's a shoot. He said he is the last survivor of the Stu Hart dungeon, and he claimed that he knew more about wrestling than Brian Danielson. Danielson said, oh, you do know about wrestling, right? He asked Jericho who Stu Hart would say is the better wrestler. He asked Jericho who Owen Hart would say is the better wrestler. He said, if they wrestled the match there in Cleveland, who do you think would win the match? Jericho says if he wants the American Dragon versus the Lionheart, he's got it, but not until September 4th at All Out. He said the last time he was in the ring with Danielson, he choked him out and put him out for months. He told Danielson to watch his back because you never know who he might uh, have coming up from behind him and hitting him. Jake Hager attacked and left Brian in the ring at the end of what I thought was a tremendous segment. So we got Garcia, we got Jericho, we got Danielson, we got All Out announced. This was incredible. This was a great open to the show where AEW usually doesn't do talking segments to open the show. And we got all of this, Jesse, born from some nice long-term booking. Bro, we got some we got some breaking shit going down right now. Oh, boy. What's going on? Because now Fightful's reporting it, so now I'll mention it here. But it appears... It appears that Thunder Rosa was suspended. Thunder Rosa was suspended. Now, I'm trying to confirm this. I have not... I have From Fightful. Uh, okay. Supposedly, Eddie Kingston and Thunder Rosa are suspended. Eddie fighting with Sammy and Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, and Jamie Real Beef issue going on. I got a tweet from someone saying that, and 15 seconds ago... Fightful just reported something about a beef going on and Sammy Guevara, Kingston, rumors, things like that on Fightful Select. This is from Sap's Twitter? Yep, Sap's Twitter right now. One minute ago. Working more on details on the Sammy Guevara, Eddie Kingston rumors. That's all that's been uh, said that's there. All that, that's all that said. Someone else mentioned, reach out, to, reach out to me and mention Thunder Rosa as well in this. I don't now, know what the, I, I I don't know. I mean, he had a talent meeting today. Now, how does that I make to, how does that make Tony Khan look as a leader if the fucking talent is 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 doing this after a talent meeting today? Right. Now, I was aware of 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 I'll say potential, all right? But I was aware of a potential real life beef between Thunder Rosa and Rip Baker. Yes. And so that's why this story kind of made sense when I saw it. So I'm sure, you know, as look, as, as wrestling reports and, and, and rumors go, when they just break, 
It's just breaking. Give it a little time. Come tomorrow morning, we'll probably have full details on all of this. But this could be the reason why this has happened, which would mean, yes, Thunder Rosa is not fucking injured. So what did what could have Thunder Rosa done? That, that got her gangster. that got her suspended and stripped of the women's championship. If she got into a verbal spat with whomever, right? I, I mean, uh, w- w- would she be suspended over something said verbally, or was there a physical altercation? So, if Thunder Rosa was suspended, why wasn't Britt Baker suspended? Why wasn't Jamie Hayter or anybody else suspended? Before we speculate, let's let's you know give it a few hours, and then then more of the story will come out. You know, let's. Who knows? I mean, if, if you want me to answer it from what, from, you know, from this, you know, hey, we just talked about who the, the golden goose in the women's division is, didn't we? I mean, uh, like, like we said, I mean, you know, I, I was I was very in the same mindset as Jesse. Like, why is she why is she vacating the title? I mean, she didn't seem hurt. We, we don't really recall coming out of last week that she was injured in any way. So this was a bombshell dropped on us tonight. And now we're getting rumors that, you know, she is suspended. And we'll wait for the report to come out. But, I mean, if, is- if Thunder Rosa was suspended for whatever reason, then others should have been suspended as well. You can't just make her the example. And if that is the case, which we'll obviously we'll wait for, you know, it's not a good look after a talent meeting today, and it just validates everything that we just talked about with, with Thunder Rosa kind of being treated unfairly. Okay. All right, guys. Th- thanks for the information that I'm being sent. I'm being sent a lot of updates on this right now, and I'll read what I got. Um, from their Instant Reaction podcast, um, VOW, Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker can't stand each other, described as mortal enemies. Next note, Jamie Hayter also hates Thunder Rosa. Next note, after she broke Jamie's nose on dynamite, Thunder Rosa hid in the bathroom in fear of getting her ass kicked. Next note, Joe Lanza is speculating that Rosa isn't injured and was just sent away to cool things off. Now, guys, as far as I'm concerned, this is still 100% rumor, and we don't know shit. I'm just reading out loud some of the rumors that are floating through my Twitter right now. We will get com- confirmations on the stuff from verified sources soon. We don't know this shit to be fact by any means, okay? But that's the story that's developing right now, who, and it who, will be the front page of every fucking news article tomorrow morning, trust. Who, who is this? V-O-W? Yeah. Voices yeah. of Wrestling. Yeah. They're usually pretty good with their stuff. Yeah. This is not good. I mean, you know, I know what I know when it comes to uh, certain things in uh, in WWE about uh, a certain walkout that happened in May. I, I know, I know the whole story about it. I wish I could tell you I'd have more fucking subscribers than uh, Fightful Select. Uh, believe me, um, Donzel just made a good point. Thunder Rosa is a goddamn MMA fighter. Who the fuck is she scared of? That is true. Who the fuck is she scared but, of? Uh, I, you know, w- w- with the things that I know about a certain walkout, you know, Jesse and I know Jesse more so than me because uh, he he uh, has his connections in some way. How I don't know, but tacos, uh, man. we uh, yeah, it's the tacos. Um, but um, we 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 know things that uh, we we are not at liberty to share here. So. When uh, when uh, when Voices of Wrestling says that Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker legitimately hate each other, 
I believe it a thousand percent. Yeah. And it's something that uh, should not be taken as rumor or speculation. It is uh, the absolute fact. Now, I, I mean, I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I really don't. Like we just said, what Thunder with, with, with Britt Baker came out and started talking shit about Thunder Road. That was a shoot, man. That's a shoot. Of course it was a shoot. Oh, I I had my title reign with a broken wrist. Yep. As soon as she said it. I mean, so why is she get... at liberty to go out there? If, if Thunder Rose is suspended, why is she at liberty to go out there and say shit like that? That's not really making the situation better. No. Which also tells me that that segment that they did with Thunder Rose tonight was pre-fucking taped. It looked pre-taped. Yeah. So if if that's the case, then they probably pre-tape that shit. And then if this if this story is true, if this story has any any truth to it, then then they sent her away or whatever after they cut that promo. And that's why there's this the, the and you know the 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 confusion of you know am I dropping the title? Is there going to be an interim? Because all this shit just unfolded. This is this is really fucking disturbing news, man. I don't like this shit at all. This is not. That, I mean, that that that's that locker room is in fucking shambles. Yeah, sounds like that locker room is in fucking shambles. I don't know what the problem is or what the root cause of the locker room being in in shambles is. It may do. It may be due to the fact that he's brought so many fucking people in. He can't make everybody happy. That locker room may be the end of them. Yeah. Yeah, man. This this sucks. But again, guys, everything that I just read to you and we're speculating here, we've gotten this news seconds ago. We are still waiting to get it from confirmed sources and to and to get all the shit that comes with giving you guys a story. This guy next to me right now will probably give you guys a fucking extra tomorrow, giving you all the fucking facts. Yep. So just be patient. Yeah, as soon as uh, I'll keep an eye on Fightful tonight, guys. There's definitely going to be an I may actually, I may actually go live tomorrow with all this shit. Um, what what happened with Eddie Kingston? He 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 and Sammy have legit beef. It says. Apparently, yeah. According to there, according to there, there's a beef here with Sammy and Eddie Kingston. I'm not sure how that translates into Thunder Rosa with Eddie Kingston. I'm not sure it was a big, a whole big ordeal. But apparently, there's been suspensions and issues and and hatred going on between the people involved and the names he mentioned earlier. And it just seems like the locker room is really, met, especially coming from the shit going on with Punk and. And Hangman, I mean, are we supposed to believe all of this shit is a big work? They're working everybody on every goddamn side of. Th- I mean, there's too much. There's, I mean, there's I too still, I, I still, I still think the punk thing is a work. That's just my honest opinion. But now, you know, I, I'm looking at the the this. I guess this is a great segue. You know, it, it makes what Fightful talked about earlier with the talent meeting that Tony Khan had. You know, it, it kind of now that we have this information, now we know why there was a fucking talent meeting. This probably was the reason why we had a talent meeting because this on top of whatever happened with Punk and Page and uh, the possible possibility of Cole Cabana being the issue with that, you know, that was a, a reason for a talent meeting in itself. But now we got this. Now we needed a mandatory talent meeting. 3 and 4 p.m. it took place. Fightful says Tony Khan was fired up for it. Several topics were tackled, including working as a team, the lines of communication, and who the talent can talk to if they have any concerns. The access to Tony Khan was also addressed as the rumors of miscommunication and lack of access to him had emerged. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks were said to have made it clear to the locker room that their door is always open and that they can be reached for concerns as well. 
Talent was briefed via email recently about several of the new coaches and talent relations promotions. Chris Jericho and Tony Schiavone spoke at the meeting. Jericho being a team leader and a locker room leader, that's going, uh, that's without question. Tony Schiavone, he has been given some talent relation roles. That's why he spoke. Yeah, also, yeah. also, sure Schiavone's in management. Yeah. Also, the contract tampering that was going around last week, no matter who it was, it really doesn't matter. It's not really a concern right now. The contract tampering from talent relations in WWE reaching out to an AEW top star uh, and all those rumors, that was addressed. And it was noted that AEW's chief legal officer sent a message slash email to WWE, specifically to Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon about contract tampering allegations. So now we know, Jesse, what the talent meet, the mandatory talent meeting was for. And if this has any, you know, credibility to it, this report from Voices of Wrestling, obviously this would connect the dots. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I mean, this is, you know... AEW has not been on the white hot streak, you know, at least for me as a fan, as it was once was. It's not in the shitter. I mean, I don't want people to get the wrong impression, but news like this is is I mean, it's not it's not good news. I don't want to see the dissension like this in the locker room, you know, of my you know my wrestling. You know, I want I want I want the dissension to be on screen. Yeah. So yeah, this is not good. Man. No, it's not. A, it's not good. It's not good for the locker room. You know. This is not what a, a harmonious locker room should look like. This is not going to want to keep people there. You know, this is going to obviously be taken down and noted about the locker room. People may be looking to jump ship. People may be looking for other opportunities. People who want to come into the company may be thinking otherwise about jumping to AEW. They may have Triple H first on their list now instead of Tony Khan. You know, it's not good for the fan base because you're losing... You're losing the fans' trust. And if you can't get your shit in order, people are not going to stick around to watch you fucking, you know, have your ship sink into the bottom of the ocean. They don't want to see that. They want, they want, yeah. like Jesse said, they want to see the conflicts take place on screen with captivating stories. They don't want conflicts taking place backstage and, you know, these pro wrestlers with their egos being self- selfish and then neglecting the fans and not giving the fans what they're paying for. You know, nobody yeah. wants to see Thunder Rosa stripped of the AW Women's Championship. Why is no. she stripped? Because of Voices of Wrestling saying that there's legit fucking nuclear volcanic heat between Thunder Rosa and Brett Baker. How is that it, fair to us? It's it's not. We we in a perfect world, we would like to see our professional wrestlers act like fucking professionals. Yes. You know, Voices of Wrestling is alluded to Sammy and Eddie, Sammy and Eddie getting into a fist fight with Eddie being suspended. Over what? I don't know. Don't know yet. I mean, this is fucking ridiculous. So we'll wait on that. We don't have any other news but that. You know, I'll be keeping an eye on it. Yes. And uh, do not take, and again, I want to say this again for anybody who likes to clip shit. Do not take anything we say here tonight as us reporting no. anything. No, it's just having mm-hmm. a conversation. Having a conversation of the rumors that are floating around on Twitter. Like I said, this guy next to me will look into shit and get some credible answers from credible sources tomorrow. Now let's move on with the rest of the show. We got Dax Harwood and Jay Lethal. They went one-on-one tonight. Dax only adding to his possible pro wrestler of the year consideration against Jay Lethal. He is tremendous. Both of them are, in fact. This was a great match. Really old-school wrestling match. The knife-edge chops, not only in this match, but the entire night were... 
absolutely thunderous. They came in this match at a fury, no question. Dax and Jay Lethal had a great match. Uh, Dax avoided a lethal injection, landed a slingshot Liger bomb. This was around the 10-minute mark. Dax applied a sharpshooter, which popped the crowd big time. Lethal made his way to ringside and jumped onto the ring apron. Dax released the whole... Actually, no, uh, Sanjay Dutt, not Jay Lethal, I'm sorry. Sanjay Dutt made his way to the ring apron, jumped onto the ring apron. This made uh, Lethal obviously take advantage of the situation. Dax released the hold and walked over to Sanjay Dutt. Uh, Dax avoided Lethal hitting him from behind, and Lethal ended up knocking Dutt out to outside to the floor. So they exchanged some rapid-fire near falls. Looked like Dax was going to get the one up on Jay Lethal. Lethal rolled through on Dax and yanked the trunks for the cheap victory. One, two, three, and that was it. I am not a big fan, and I'm going to say it now before anybody says I'm a hypocrite. I'm not a big fan of Dax losing this match because he is not only the AAA uh, and uh, Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, he's the IWGP Tag, uh, tag Team Champion. So why are we having a tag team champion here holding three belts, losing in the first match on Dynamite? I don't really understand that. Because he didn't have his tag partner. He's a tag team specialist. In, in K-Feed. Yes, I, I, I get that. But I, I don't think it was the same thing with Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso losing every fucking week. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. So that I don't like. But on the other hand, I, I we have to accept it. And the only thing, the only logical thing I can come up with to tell you guys is, now, obviously, Jay Lethal and his boys are going to get the match at the pay-per-view, and FTR and Wardlow are going to get the victory there at the pay-per-view. So I love how Tony Khan switched all of this up because he, he did realize, what, what am I doing here? We have Sanjay Dutt. He's not a real wrestler. He's, a manager, he's in a managerial position backstage. we got Satnam Singh, who's not ready for a fucking pay-per-view. I could get the same result here with him not being in the match which you know is going to happen at the pay-per-view anyway because that's the whole selling point of this feud anyway. So they got two friends that are going to back, back Jay Lethal up and it was announced that the Motor City Machine Guns are going to be wrestling at the pay-per-view against FTR and Wardlow, Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns against Jay, uh, FTR and Wardlow six-man tag. I think this is tremendous. I just watched the Motor City Machine Guns against the Rascals at Sammy Callahan's um, Revolver Pro Wrestling show this past weekend. They killed it in the main event. So... Motor City Machine Guns, man. One of the best tag teams uh, in the business. And they're going to give you a great match with FTR. I don't know what else to tell you. This is so much better than what we were getting with Satnam Singh and Sanjay Dutt. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Motor City Machine Guns, but I'm familiar with the name and, you know, how prominent the name is. So yeah. I'm interested to see how they do. Against FTR, I think it'll be great. Um, and we could get that same outcome with the Powerbomb. From Wardlow to Satnam Singh, he doesn't need to be in the match for us to get that big result, even still at the pay-per-view. So I, I think this is a great change and one of the many changes that has happened for All Out. So Jay Lethal wins in 12 minutes by cheating. Colton Gunn. He went one-on-one -on -one with Billy Gunn. Why this was on the show, I don't know. Why do we have Billy Gunn wrestling on AEW Dynamite? I, I don't understand. This is, you know, this this is what pisses me off, Jesse. And, you know, you, you can chime in here. Uh, this is on the show, but we have nothing about Miro, Sting, Darby, and the House of Black. Nothing. No, no. I, I get why they, ha why they have the match. You know, if, if they're going to 
if they're going to move the ass boys up, you know, they want to, you know, get them some credibility. And if they're going to separate them, then yeah, then dead wants to put them over. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, the one thing I agree with you with is that I don't know why this is on dynamite. This is definitely a, a, a match for rampage. Yeah. Easily. So Billy was in control here. Austin distracted Billy giving Colton an opening to take over. And at this point in the match, Austin threw Bowens, who was on the outside because the acclaimed wrapped Billy Gunn to the ring. They even brought up in their rap that they held a mandatory meeting backstage tonight. So they played into that news and rumor. Austin threw Bowens, who was on the outside, into the ring steps. Colton gave Billy a low blow and landed a Colt 45 for the win. He beats his father in six minutes. Afterwards, Stokely Hathaway, who was in the crowd, he gets into the ring, offered his business cards to Colton and Austin. They accepted his cards, then stomped away at Billy. Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee came out. Austin and Colton fled into the crowd. Strickland and Lee eyed the acclaim, the acclaimed, and Lee helped Billy up to his feet. And they were the ones who saved the acclaimed and Billy Gunn from an ass kicking from the ass boys. So then we found out, Jesse, that we're getting a tag team match here for the tag team titles between the acclaimed Swerve and Keith Lee at the pay-per-view. Like you said, man, there's no heat here. They're two babyface tag teams. And I, I don't know how well, I mean, it, it could end up being a great match. Don't get me wrong, but it literally was born out of nothing. Yeah. It was born out of, a fake fucking top five ranking that they don't even fucking take as a priority. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things we talked about when they um, came up with the ranking system. Like, I didn't want to have the ranking system be the only story being told in a feud, and that's exactly what we got here. Well, we're next in line because we're ranked. All right, see you at the pay-per-view. Okay, bye. You know, and there's no there's no heat there at all. No. The match will probably kick ass, like you said, but at the same time, you know, we'll see it when we see it, because right now, I don't care if I see it or not, because there's nothing behind it. Now, two things. One, who wins the match? Um, Do we give the acclaim the tag team titles? No, and I mean, I'm saying I'm saying Swerve and Keith only because I'm not a fan of fucking just hot potatoing titles. They've no. done nothing with Absolutely. them Absolutely. I don't so. think Swerve and Keith Lee should, should even be in consideration to lose this match. No, not at all. And number two, the reason why this match is taking place is because every other fucking tag team right now is in something going into the pay-per-view. If you're not in the tournament, you're in something else. If you're in the trios tournament, you're in the fucking trios tournament competing for the trios titles. So this is the same thing that Tony Khan has run into with the Owen Hart Women's Cup. He found who we found for Thunder Rosa. I think it was, uh, who was it? Serena Deeb, right, at at that time. Everybody was tied up in 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 the women's tournament. And he had no competition for Thunder Rosa. Now it's the same thing happening with the tag team division. The tag team titles going to all out because all the tag teams are competing for the trios titles. So much! Too much shit! It's too much, man. It's too much. Fucking ridiculous. And what's going on with with Stokely Hathaway? Yeah, yeah. I I forgot forgot who the fuck even is taking a business card from him. Who's taking a business card from him? Where the fuck are they? I don't know. What's the All name I of this group? All I see is him. Where's his group? What the fuck is the point yeah. of the group? What is yes. their end goal? What is their purpose? Now, 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 hold on. Now, now, with that, with that, I'm willing to let it play out because he's still building his his team. He's still build. Let's see what his plan is as he builds his fucking squad. But yeah, pretty soon I want to know what the fuck this guy is doing out there. I don't know. 
Now he's got the ass boys. Scissor me, daddy ass. It's, Ooh. man. Uh, I hope all this shit straightens out, man. I really do. I really, really fucking do. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see. I'm the, I mean, I'm on the same plane, the same plane I was when, when I was so tired of WWE. I want to see WWE get better. So we have two fantastic wrestling companies. Right now, I want to see AEW straighten this shit out while WWE continues their hot streak. Because, again, I want to have two fantastic wrestling companies, man. Let it play out. So. Oh, boy. Britt Baker. She went one-on-one with Kylan King. Why? Because Kylan King grew up 30 minutes from where the show was taking place tonight. There you go. Britt Britt Baker wins in uh, four minutes. There was a chant of Pittsburgh sucks. Pittsburgh sucks. The Braves beat the Pirates 14 to 2 today. Yes, they do. So I, I like this, by the way. I, I, I like how I like how Cleveland said, you know, fuck you, Britt. Britt Baker gets fucking, you know, gets popped everywhere she goes. He goes to Cleveland. They don't like her ass. Cleveland yeah. does not like Pittsburgh. I, I like the continuity that with sports teams. I like that. How soon before we see Kylan King get a uh, all league graphic from Tony Khan? I think pretty soon, man. I think she's earned it, to be honest. I, I think her work is solid. She's not a top-tier main eventer, but she is good in the ring. And, you know, she does not have bad matches. She does not hurt people. I mean, she's she's solid. I would like to see her get a deal and, and work with the um the mid-card in the women's uh, division, man. Yeah, let's get some fucking actual women's division and some focus on the women's division. Then we can talk. Yeah. Britt Baker, uh, Sling Blade right at the top. Kylan King came back with a German suplex and a Casadora face buster. Britt Baker came back after that with a super kick and a curb stomp before putting on the glove and applying the lockjaw. Jesse, this lasted less than four minutes. Kylan King basically is uh, out there to make Britt Baker look good before Britt Baker cuts a promo on Thunder Rosa and basically shoots on Thunder Rosa. She said she wrestled her entire title reign with a broken wrist because that's what a champion does. I mean, we'll find out what's going on. I mean, that's just that's just ridiculous. She said it's such a shame that Rosa has to relinquish her title due to injury. She said now Storm will finally have a pay-per-view match people care about because she'll be her opponent. Again, shoot. Storm yeah. marched to the ring, no music. Hater attacked and blasted Storm from behind. Sheeta then ran out, and she was wielding a kendo stick. Baker, Rebel, and Hater bailed as... Sheeta was wildly swinging her kendo stick to come to Tony Storm's aid. And can they coexist? Can they coexist next week? We got Tony Storm and Sheeta versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter in a tag team match. Next week, is Bruce Pritchard booking this show? Can they coexist? Can they coexist? Can they coexist, brother? I don't don't know, man. So uh, that's the fatal four-way. Storm, Baker, Hayter, and Sheeta. I'm assuming Sheeta's in the top five that she's in this match, that we haven't seen Sheeta on fucking television. I haven't seen her on Dark. She's been doing well on Dark. Oh, well, I mean, I'd, lo- I'd love to know who the fuck she's beaten. Yeah. Here I, mean, I am. Even... I got I to pay attention to Dark because Sheeta's in a title match, and I haven't seen her on TV since she's lost to Serena Deeb. Yeah. So, fucking for those Christ! Who watch, for those who watch Dark, Sheeta's on the hot streak. For those who just watch TV, Sheeta's ice cold. I swear to God, man, if if, she is in a title match because she won how many matches on dark the last couple of weeks? Wow. He's been looking good. She's been looking good. She's always, she's always looked good. Yeah. 
but I agree. I agree. It, it's it's just not it's it's not a good parallel. You know, even if you say, "Well, well, she's won," you know, five straight matches on dark. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude! I mean, who is she beating? Nobody. <laughs> Why is Jamie Hater in this match? I mean, I get Jamie Hater's great. Don't get me wrong, but who is yeah. she beating singles wise to be in the match? There's up. nobody Let's else. Let's get something straight right now. Jamie Hader could be in any match she wants to be in. Listen, bro. She doesn't have an OnlyFans yet, bro. I mean, slow your roll, okay? Just saying. Just saying. A lot of booty meat in that match. Tony Brown, where, you, where are you, bro? Yeah, where's Tony Brown when you need him? Shivani, he interviewed Keith Lee and Swerve in the back against uh, the Acclaimed. That's where the match was made. Bowen says that they're the uncrowned champions. They don't need their praise or don't need their help because they, they are the best homegrown AEW tag team with the most wins, and they have earned it. Are they the best homegrown tag team, bro, or or, or are Jurassic Express? Oh, no. Uh, no, the acclaim is better than Jurassic okay. Express. Um, I mean, not by a long shot, but just, like, from Pop's reactions and all that stuff, as of late, the acclaim it should be Jurassic Express. They started off so fucking hot, man. They should be they should be at the top of the mountain, but they're not. Some people in the chat saying Jamie Hader should be in the match just for the cake alone. I mean, she can be in any match <laughs> she wants. To be in, bro. You can put Jamie Hader. Jamie in the Hader world is title. in the top five. Sheeta is not. Sheeta is not. I don't know. I don't know. They never show us the rankings anymore. So we have to go. If I have to go to a website and look up the rankings and all that shit, then they, they really don't mean much. You should be flaunting your fucking rankings right there in front of us on TV every week. These are the rankings this week. If this person wins this match, they're going to go up to number two. So we'll see how the match goes. It's so ambiguous. If they told me that, that Sheeta was the number one contender, I fucking believe them because I have no idea what the rankings do. I'll say. Bobby Trizzle, TK, is an ass man. If he was an ass man, Thunder Rosa wouldn't be suspended. I mean, just... I mean, she'd be in the match, and the match versus Tony Storm would be taking place if he was an ass man. I mean, <laughs> can't get any better than that. Uh, I don't <laughs> Maybe know. he is. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't, Who isn't an ass man? He's an ass man. John Moxley, CM Punk. I don't know what else we need to talk about here. Punk lost in five minutes. Less than five minutes. You want to go back and listen to our fucking back and forth, our friendly back and forth. You guys can go watch the first hour of this show where I claim it's a work. Jesse is complaining that the match should have never taken place. And we bounced around why it happened and what should have happened and what shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it just seems like a clusterfuck, man. I mean, even if they have a bigger story to tell us, it just seems like they're just not sure the road they want to take to get us there. It just seems so messed up. Well, let's see where they go with it. I will I will say this, though. AEW sources, according to Feifel, they told Feifel that John Moxley was in favor of this move, moving the match from All Out to tonight's Dynamite, and one source even indicated that it was his idea and pitch, and AEW went with it. The same source also said that eventually CM Punk agreed to it. Eventually, CM Punk agreed to it. Now, Fightful hasn't learned if this was connected to any of the reported issues with Punk last week, and Fightful went on to say that they heard that there was an idea in play a few days ago 
uh, before this to increase ticket sales and add buzz to the Cleveland AEW show. Fightful reached out to AEW officials who did not respond when they asked for a comment on that particular statement. So uh, we have not been told that Fightful also of Creative Plants heading out of this match, and you will not be told anything because it's going to be kept very, very secretive. Fightful Select also was told last week that the decision was not the original plan and that multiple plans for AEW All Out have been changed. Gee, you don't say. You know, just saying that it was Mox's idea, I don't think that gives us the whole story, really, because it could have been Mox's idea based on the information that he has and the information they have that we don't. Yeah. You know, so the decision, okay, well, we should just move it to Wednesday and make it a five-minute squash. You know, that couldn't be just out of, okay, guys, here's the meeting. We're going to have this pay-per-view all out in Chicago. It's going to be CM Punk versus Moxley, unify them. And then Mox just stood up and said, nah, let's do it on Wednesday before and make it a squash in five minutes just for no fucking reason. That's, that's not, they have more information to make that judgment than we do. There's a lot of things you can ask here. I, I, you know, the, the, this is this is why it's such a great fucking topic of discussion. Like, is punk is punk cleared but not 100. percent We don't know. You know, is punk yeah. is punk's foot still hurt? Did they bring him back just to drop the title, knowing that he was going to be out longer, and that you know they needed a world champion on television and they couldn't wait for him any longer? I don't know. Yeah. Was this was this match moved to? Dynamite instead of All Out for a ratings pop and some extra ticket sales for tonight's show. I don't know. What did, did, did John Moxley's hot streak this summer as the interim champion play into effect? We don't know. There's just so many fucking questions. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, hopefully we find out what's going on. You know? I, I, don't, I don't like the fact that we have been, you know de-gifted a match at the pay-per-view. I want to think that the reason why we got this match is because Tony Khan's got something bigger and better planned at the pay-per-view, and maybe he's not saying anything because that's exactly what it is and he's got a big surprise for us. I don't know. But I'm sticking to my guns here. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong and Jesse's right. But I I honestly think that we're being worked. I I think CM Punk is going heel, and I think this is all part of a greater storyline. Well, I mean... I mean, it doesn't mean that he won't, even if, you know, I'm right or you're right. I mean, it's, it's Punk still may go heel, you yeah. know, a, as a result of everything. I, I think I think this is all a work that is that is a shoot that is turning into a work. Yeah. No. Shivani, Shivani interviewed Christian Cage backstage. Christian had an elbow brace on. Hopefully that's uh, just for show and he's not really injured. Christian said he was going to give Jungle Boy one last opportunity to apologize to him last week for the hurtful things he said about him. Christian said his words were tough love, not coming from a place of malice, but he's not smart enough to know that. He told Jungle Boy, we'll never be as smart as him. He will never be as smart as him. He said now he has the audacity to challenge him to a match or all out, but he's tried deliberately to injure him. He said he can't throw anything at him he hasn't seen before because he's done it all. Christian says he will find out at all out that he is not average. He says he is special. He said the camera panning the crowd tonight would show what average looks like. Ha, ha, ha. He said Jungle Boy will never be in his league. And this was a very different take on Christian cutting a promo, bro. He wasn't really, you know, yelling and very boisterous and sarcastic and evil. 
This was uh, him actually toning his voice down, soft-spoken, very direct to Jungle Boy, and uh, it ended up being a really good promo, as expected from Christian. Bro, he wasn't even trying to bang Jungle Boy's mom. No. This was terrible. No. He didn't want to bang Jungle Boy's mom. He didn't want to claim that he was the father of Jungle Boy and fuck his dad. I mean, come on. I mean, right. I mean, I think Christian Cage should be trying to bang Jungle Boy's mom in every fucking promo he does going into this damn pay-per-view. That's just me. Or or bring Anna Jay into this and have Jungle Boy fucking make advances on Anna Jay. Bro, that would have been so... I was so pissed when she turned heel because how much would it... How awesome would it be to, to, to have Jungle Boy in a position where he couldn't help... And and or and, and held back or whatever the fuck, and then he fucking drops Anna J with a fucking unprettier dude. Yeah, how fucking awesome would that be? Really? But for some reason, Anna J has to be healed. I I still don't know why. What is she doing as a heel right now? Nothing. Nothing. She's not doing anything. She's not doing shit. Why is she a heel right now? Dark Order is incomplete. It takes away from the from this little few. I mean. Like we said, we don't want to see them put together in a fucking, you know, a, a team, but it couldn't hurt. Just in one segment, in one night, have Christian fucking just drop Anna J, dude. It could have been, it could have been Jungle Boy in a match in the ring, and they cut to a camera on the screen and go back, and he's fucking, you know, just dropping Anna J with a thumb prettier yeah. and taking off. That would give massive heat to this fucking match coming up, man. Ricky Starks cut a promo. Excellent promo by Ricky Starks, which is uh, always, uh, the common theme of a Ricky Starks promo. Says he hasn't yeah. been in the best moods as of late after Team Taz being uh, over, losing his FTW title, dealing with powerhouse Hobbs, turning his back on him. Said he thought Hobbs was a exception to the rule that you can't trust anyone in the business. Starks says before he got paired with Hobbs, Hobbs was standing behind Britt Baker as a bodyguard with a bedazzled shirt. He said when he ate, Hobbs ate. He said when Hobbs went after his neck, even though he knew that a neck injury almost ended his career, he, he teared up. And he said Hobbs is a snake. And where they come from, they cut heads off snakes. He says he should bring his $5 ass to Chicago and fight him it all out. And the challenge was laid down by Ricky Starks. And the match is set. So we're getting Starks versus Hobbs as official for All Out, which is a great spot for both guys because I think this is going to be a big-time match for both. Now, do you get the New Jack City reference? Who was the actor that said... Sit your five dollar ass down. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. What the? F- how do you not know this shit? Man? I don't know, man. Five dollar ass. I, who? What does this mean? Who is it? Chat. Tell this guy who did this. Man, go watch New Jack City, man. Go watch New Jack City. Wesley. Spikes. I gotta watch New Jack City. I gotta go watch Better Call Saul. I gotta go watch Top Gun. What else do you I have to watch, bro? Wait, you didn't start Better Call Saul? No. Yet? Start I with not. the movies. Start with the movies. The movies only take a couple of hours. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. Wesley Snipes, Ice-T. Wesley Snipes. Who said Ice-T? Ben- somebody, somebody, Ice-T. Eric Wells in the chat, Ice-T. I could go that for a nice glass. I got actually line. some blueberry Ice-T in the fucking refrigerator. That was not Ice-T's line. That was Nino, Nino Brown's Brown, line. says Mark Spector. Oh, God, dude. Wesley Snipes. Wesley, man. Wesley Snipes. Biggest role, best Blade role himself, huh? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> John Moxley cut a promo saying, best in the world, my ass. Only adding to the illusion, folks. He said people who are surprised are the ones who wrote his obituary when Punk returned. I don't know who wrote Moxley's obituary, but here we are. 
He said those people don't matter and never did. He said the answer to any problem you have in pro wrestling is John Moxley. He said no one can do what he does the way he does it. I'm not just some guy. I am the guy in the industry. He said he doesn't follow any rules. He said his time is right now. We are living in my time. My time is right goddamn now. Who I was, felt the uh, passion in that promo, bro. A lot of people are, uh, you know, saying what they're saying tonight, but I felt like Moxley wanted to fuck. He had that fucking stored somewhere in his soul, bro. You know, seeing how everybody claims Roman Reigns is the greatest run of his lifetime. He had this fucking stored in there, man, ready to yeah. unleash everybody. Who, who, who is the guy? The guy. He's the guy. Mox was in WWE. Yeah. Now Mox said, fuck that. I'm the fuck. I'm the guy now. Damn it. Great promo. Always. So, Rampage. This is interesting. I want to read this out because we were talking about uh, Eddie, Eddie Kingston potentially being suspended along with, alongside Thunder Rosa. Sammy Guevara and Tay Mello are wrestling Ortiz and Ruby Soho on Rampage. So, Sammy Guevara clearly was not suspended if he's wrestling tonight. He's wrestling tonight. He's so, still, he's what the there. fuck he's did Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara fight over? I don't know. Tony Khan loves Eddie Kingston. I don't know. Sap, Sap said, I send you the text. Sap I said, you're going to clear all this shit up. Man. Warlow we'll defends see. his title against Ryan Nemeth. Claudio defends his ROH title against Dustin Rhodes. Jed Cargill's there to talk about Athena. Then we got next week's Dynamite Danielson versus Hager. Baker, Hader versus Storm and Sheeta. And then they hype the all-out lineup. All-out is looking like this so far. Jericho versus Danielson. The trios tournament finals. The four-way for the vacant women's title. Jungle Boy versus Christian. FTR and Wardlow versus Lethal and the Guns. The ladder match. Swerving our glory versus the Acclaimed. And Starks, Starks versus Hobbs. So that's eight matches. And then obviously a world title match whenever that gets announced. Yeah. So... There's no true main event of this show, bro. No. They already got our money, man. So, I mean, they'll figure something out on the fly, I guess. So, if, eight matches. Normally, normally, was- normally, we're talking about 12, 13 matches. Looks like we got eight eight matches, nine matches at most here. Yeah. I think I think if All Out was not sold out, I think they would have been a little bit more aggressive in booking the main event. You may be right. You know, but, I mean, it's the people are there. You know, Chicago's going to show up, you know. Big time, they know that. I mean, and they'll give us a match. I'm not trying to say he's going to cheat. They're, they're going to give us a badass main event. I already know that. But we just don't know what it is right now. No. And we'll find that next week, I'm sure. They have to announce something before the fucking show. Or maybe they don't, because just like Jesse said, they got our money already. Maybe we, we don't money. find out until fucking 1130 <laughs> on fucking Sunday night. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But, I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a great card. I don't want to say it's not. It's a great card. Yeah. I'm very excited about the show. And I hope that it stays at eight or nine, man. I don't want to see him add fucking four other matches on fucking Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Give me a break. I don't want to be up. I don't want to be up till fucking four a.m. Please, I have enough trouble sleeping. Yeah, Give me a break. Man. Um, main event. I'm not even. I'm not even going to attempt to go over this. This was fucking tremendous. Will Osprey is so fucking good, man. Oh my goodness, he is so good. There's no fucking way I could even do this match justice. I'd love to see Osprey versus Pac one on one. That's what I'd love to see after what we got tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, the United Empire they advance in the tournament. We're getting Will Osprey and Kenny Omega in a ring next week on Dynamite. It's going to be tremendous. So 
I'm going to pick it up right at the end here because this is the only part that I could really do justice here because you, you got to go out and watch it for yourself. The shit that Osprey and Pac did in this match were... And I can't leave out Phoenix and Pentagon, too. Unbelievable. So we got a parade of big moves. Step up destroyer from Penta on Fletcher of the United Empire. Osprey caught a Pac moonsault, but Pac adjusted into a DDT. Set up for the Black Arrow. Fletcher pulled Osprey out of the ring. This led to Pac taking both men out with a moonsault. Off, this guy was standing on the fucking ring post. How he stood on the ring post and got balanced enough to jump backwards is tremendous. I thought he was going to kill himself. So, the, the, well, I, I think the amazing part about that, it would, it, and it'll go underlooked, is that I didn't, I never saw Pac look back to check his landing at all. No, no, he, he didn't. just trusted that those guys were going to be there for him. Yeah. So after that spot, which was crazy, Kip Sabian was shown at ringside wearing his box over his head. It says underrated and over it on the box. This is his mask. He's been at these shows and nobody knows what the fuck's going on with Kip Sabian. Pac unmasked him and it ended up being some guy with his mouth duct taped. He looked like somebody out of fucking Gotham City, out of, out of, out of, Arkham, out of fucking the jail in, in, in Gotham. Yeah. Guy looked like uh, a fucking geek there standing with his mouth taped. All of a sudden, Sabian attacked Pac from behind and took out Pac for the rest of the match. So then he took, took his box helmet or his box, his box mask, and he looked great. He I, I thought good. he looked great. He got a nice little look on. He got this salt and pepper look to him. Yeah. Looks pretty good. It looks the Kip Kip looks damn good, man. And and they've been they've been teasing this feud with Kip and Pac for a while. The Kip has been Traveling all over the damn world, fucking with Pack to 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 feed this feud. All right, the, the the casual audience doesn't know that though. No, so we need we need we need well, some we need some backstory on that. And for the love well, of God, this match does not need to take place on the pay per view. Well, I mean, if you watch Dark, <laughs> who watches where been, Dark? Where they've been putting Pack's matches with this with the North Atlantic, South Australian, fucking European title, whatever the fuck he's carrying around. Um, yeah, Kip Sabian's been showing up at those matches. So, or, or put it like this, a guy in a box that we're calling Kip Sabian has been showing up and they've been feeding into this feud. For well, clearly while, hasn't so. been, and they're not going to fly Kip Sabian to fucking, uh, all the countries exactly. to go sit in a crowd with a box on his fucking head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it might've, it might've been this guy. Who the fuck knows? He looked like he's right out of fucking Arkham Asylum, this fucking geek. So, I mean, I, I, for the love of God, this match doesn't need to take place at the pay-per-view. I, I want no. some backstory here first. Put it on Dynamite. Give it a nice little spot on Dynamite. That's all we need. It, it, is, a, it is a good Dynamite match. Yes. yes, for sure. Yes. So, with Pac taken out of the match, Davis of the United Empire hits repeated lariats on Phoenix, and Fletcher of the United Empire took out Penta with the dropkick. Osprey hit an assisted os cutter off of these guys with the assist for the one, two, three. After the match is over, Kenny Omega's music hit. He came out, and he was back by the Bucks. Omega and Osprey stared down as Dynamite came to an end. Their match next week is going to be one for the fucking ages. This trios tournament has been fucking great. Yes. Great so far. Exactly what best we thing. expected, and it's fucking killing it. It's the best thing on the show right now, yeah. unfortunately. you get, we, have, we have... A very convoluted world title situation going on that involves CM Punk, John Moxley, and in 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 a roundabout ways it hasn't been like you know you know brought out yet, but we're all you know anticipating MJF is a part of it, maybe even Hangman is a part of it. 
But the most interesting thing on the TV show right now is the trios titles. Yeah. CM Punk, guys. World title. Trios titles of more. Um, I, I, you know, man, yeah, yeah. I swear to God, I, I said this on, on my stream, but I, I cannot even envision Punk not being in Chicago for this pay-per-view. I can't. Me either. I can't. Something, something has to go down. Something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know, man. I'm looking at Osprey. You know what I said? You know what I said about Osprey tonight? I'm like, you know, with Vince gone and Triple H booking the show, man, if Will Osprey was ever a free agent and he ever wanted to really make a, a, his, his, his stay in, in, in the States here and wrestle for promotion here full time, there's no doubt in my mind that Triple H would throw any amount of money at Will Osprey to get him into WWE. He'd be a megastar. He'd be, he'd be, he'd be fucking the next coming of Jesus Christ over there. He is be, absolutely incredible. He'd be, he'd be main eventing night one of WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, the main eventing night one, easily. Um, yeah, man, there was there was just so many different fucking moving parts here tonight, man. I just I just I don't know. All in all, it wasn't a boring show. There was a lot. No, there was it wasn't a boring show at all. No, so that's that's always the 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 absolute best ending you want. It wasn't a boring show. Well, guys, uh, I mean, it wasn't a boring podcast either. We had uh, forty two hundred people. In attendance here inside the beer garden. I appreciate you guys very much for uh, making us, I hope, number one. Should be. I hope number one. Unless Sap had some breaking news, then we weren't number one. Well, but, Sap uh, told everybody he's breaking everything tomorrow, so. Ah, uh, well. Well, it looks like I'll be uh, I'll be busy at work tomorrow. I was uh, I was hoping for a destiny day and nothing else, but it uh, looks like I'll, be, I've, uh, I'll have to slip into my fucking work pants and uh, do some work tomorrow. Yeah, we got a lot going on here. So uh, we're going to get into the Super Chats, guys. I appreciate y'all for uh, hanging out with us tonight. 1,500 likes. I didn't even ask anything for uh, from anybody. You guys hit the minimum. You guys knew what the minimum was when you hit the minimum. Tremendous. Did, did you notice? Did you see Did you see that reaction for Punk when he came out? Yeah, it was a mixture of boos. There's a lot of boos in yeah. there, man. I don't, I don't think... I know Mox is from Cincy, you know, and last time I checked, Cincy and Cleveland were not buddy-buddy, but Ohio is Ohio, so okay. So I get it, hometown boy, but it, just, it feels like that Punk may have been getting a lot of heat from the news that we've been getting from him over last week. All the reason for the heel turn to even take place, bro. Yep. Continue to hit that thumbs up, guys. There's still 3,500 people in here. I'd love to see if we could get closer to 2,000, man. If you enjoyed the discussion tonight, make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. In fact, if you think Jamie Hayter has nice uh, ass- <laughs> assets, uh, what? 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 hit the thumbs up. Where? Ooh. Where's the thumbs up? Please. Super chats. Get them on in. Memberships open. Get them on in. They're still 50% off for me anyway. Get them on That's in. so weird. And go check out all the other content on the channel. Plenty of it, which I will be doing extra tomorrow, probably throughout the day, man. So I'll keep you guys updated on anything. There may be a couple extras tomorrow. We'll see. Lots of news going on. Still $4.99 for me, man. We got a $2 Super Chat. Number one here from Joseph Taylor. Punk versus Kenny in the future. Take my money. Yes, it'll happen. Punk is not going anywhere. Jake Coyle with a $2 Super Chat. Guys, don't use Bleach Report for all out. I, I use Verizon, bro. I, I ordered through my cable provider. Bleacher Report sucks. 
Eric Newton with a five dollar super chat. How did Tony Khan screw up that CM Punk match so badly? Who, who says he screwed it up? Jesse said he screwed it up. I don't think he screwed it up. We'll he see. Screwed, he screwed it up, man. Even if even if the plan is to do it in the future, I mean, why don't we have this five minute squash on the record? I mean, it just. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I would rather. I would legit rather have seen a a, a, a fuck finish. DQ. Yeah, me. Well, yes, I would have preferred that myself. Yeah. Uh, Naruto sucks with the ten dollars super chat. Does this mean CM Mid and Mid JF won't have a tongue wrestling match for the AW Championship? And Naruto, I'm gonna have to actually get the fuck out of here, bro. Using Mid in the same sentence as MJF, bro. You, you, I don't think you're allowed in the venue anymore. What? Come on. Ridiculous. Eric Newton with a $5 super chat. Man, I know I'm an MJF show, but I expected better than that garbage we got. Disgusted with AEW right now. We, the fans, deserve better than that. I agree. I agree with him. And if everything turns up the way you want, you're going to be back watching and kissing Tony Khan's fucking asshole anyway, so it doesn't matter. I, I will be sitting here like, great. The outcome, the ending. This is not one of those situations for me where the ends will justify the means. I mean... Sometimes the means are just as important as the end. Joseph Taylor with a two-dollar super chat. All those chops tonight sounded like gunshots. They did. I mean, I don't know what the fuck was mic'd around ringside, but they sounded legitimately like fucking death tonight. Perfect Cell seventy-one with a six ninety-nine super chat. Hey JD and Jesse, love the channel. Just wanted to help out in any way I can. You guys are a great team. Appreciate all the hard work you put in. Perfect sell. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate that very, very much. And so does Jason. I do as well. Thank you so much. Michelle Moran with a $2 Super Chat. Mock, Squash, Punk, and Sabian instead of MJF. What the fuck? Listen, man. You know, looking back at this at the end of the year, we may actually look back at this and say, hey, man, at the end of the day, this was a bad dynamite. I'm going to see what happens after All Out. After All Out, if we don't get what we want, I'll, I'll look back and I'll come on Wednesday that week and I'll say, listen, man, it's uh, it's up. Uh, it sucked. We got one week to all out. I think we can wait to see what Tony Khan's got up his sleeve. If not, then we'll address it. Sinister Classic with a $10 super chat. Tonight, I was reminded of the finger poke of doom. Either Jesse is right and Punk is still injured, or the rumors are true and Punk wants to leave. Also, shout out to the guy with the OTS sign. I'll address the OTS sign in a second because he did give a super chat tonight. Sinister Classic. Thank you so much for the $10, brother. Yes, we will find out soon. And Jesse does feel the same way about the finger poke of doom, but just not uh, not similarly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, I want to make it clear. I don't think it was as as blatant and disrespectful as the, poke, as the finger poke of doom. I no. just thought it, it, showed, it, it shared similarities in the sense of they wanted a title change. They didn't want to give us a full match or they couldn't give us a full match, maybe. And they just went out there and gave us this, and now it's over, and deal with it, Mox's champion. That's not a good story. This is not a good story. Drew Gilmore with a 1999 Super Chat. Hey, guys, thank you for the birthday wishes last week. Now we need the OTS family to send my girlfriend and I support as we are dealing with conflicts with my mom, not supporting our relationship and boundaries. Send us some well wishes. That is always a terrible situation, bro. Yes. I've been in that boat a couple of times. My parents are just both fucking assholes, but, you know, I've been in that boat, bro. I know how you feel, man. Uh, thoughts and well wishes to you and your girlfriend, bro. Always. Send that mom to Christian Cage. He'll help out with you. Oh, yeah. 
Christian Cage Just will take her and uh, snap her into shape, bro. Yes, yes. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker are trending. Aha. Not good. Russell Wagner with an 11-month recommitment. Russell R Wagner was the one who had the OTS sign tonight. JD, I hope I did you right with the sign. Brother, I got a picture of it, man. Love it. Awesome. Love it, love it, love it. You're our fucking VIP of the evening, bro. Number one tonight. You, for you forget the uh, hashtag Jesse was right on there, but it was fine. It was good. It was good. It's good. Thank you. Hashtag Jesse is partially right. Maybe. Par Jesse is partially right. I'll take it. Thank you, Russell. That was awesome, man. And I love I love OTS signs on AEW, man. It just shows the power of what we do here on Wednesday nights. Brian the Dean with a five-month membership. Jesse is always right, he says. Brian the Dean is obviously a fan of tacos. Thank you so much, sir. Much appreciated. Emerald Lord with a six-month membership. Punk Hill Turn is going to be awesome. OTS for life. Indeed. I think we are headed for a Punk Hill Turn. Emerald, my thoughts exactly. AW Mark 2018 with an 11 month. Let's fucking go, TK. Just squash CM Punk for his actions last week. I see MJF coming out next week to face Moxley. Also, I'm happy for Osprey and his team. Now, if MJF comes out next week and faces Moxley, that I will have a problem with. It, it would make no sense. I would have a pro I would have a major problem with that because that is legitimately hot shotting the fucking title. Yes. MJF, Moxley, and the title deserve a lot better than that. Oh, wait, wait, where is this? Yes, I am I am wearing an Adrian Peterson jersey. It's from your hometown. Where's Peterson from? He's from Houston. Oh, I know he's a Texas boy. I think he's Houston. If I'm not mistaken. But yeah, Peterson jersey. Bocce Ball Pro becomes a new member. What are you drinking tonight, brother? Thank you so much. Big Bad Lone Wolf with a $5 Super Chat. Help me understand what the fuck happened with Mox and CM Punk. What are your thoughts, JD? Bro, I gave you an hour with Jesse on my fucking thoughts, bro. Go back and hit the rewind button. Edward Serenson with a $5 Super Chat. Will Mr. 9 to 5 walk through the forbidden door in AEW Fight Forever? You better fucking believe it, bro. I can't wait. I think it looks great. I think it looks fucking fantastic. It looks exactly what I was hoping for. Me too. Every always looks like shit. Oh. It looks fucking better than 2K, let me tell you. Such a breath of fresh air. I gave up on 2K after two weeks. Shit was lame. Same shit every year. Palestine, Texas. Okay. Tenario with a $5 super chat. What's up, JD and Jesse? I found an Orange Cassidy figure from my local Walmart. Awesome. Wait, wait, I wait. just got the Brody Lee and Negative One exclusive figures from uh, Ringside Collectibles. Negative One got one? Yeah. They came in nice. a combo pack, yeah. It was nice. exclusive uh, Brody Lee one, yeah. I I'm looking for a Thunder Rosa and CM Punk figure. I can't find it yet. That's nice, dude. You know that you know that that, that merch money goes to Amanda and then the family. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fucking great, man. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm throw this out. I'm just I'm, one thing that I don't think TK gets enough credit for is is taking care of Brody's family after he left and I'm, I'm i'm hoping and i'm pretty sure that they are wanting for nothing right now that's that's really good to fucking hear uh edward terrence thank you so much brother tenario thank you so much man not today jay with 499 super chat jd i've been a fan since may when the whole sasha and naomi situation went down you tell it like it is sorry i didn't find you sooner keep it up jd listen bro i appreciate it man it's never too late 
to find the show, man. Never too late. We uh, we do things on our own time, and it took you a little bit to find the show. Um, hold on one second here. Um, apparently, I'm supposed to look at something on Twitter. Says the uh, word going around is Thunder Rosa was actually sent home. I didn't want to say sent home, but it's looking like I'm hearing that she was actually sent home. Yeah. Um. Not to add fuel to the fire, but both of the stories coming out from VOW tonight were things I heard about, one of which was immediately after it happened, so I have zero reason to doubt their reporting on the matter, says Fightful. Well, people that work with uh, with Fightful don't want to shout their name out because they don't deserve my fucking audience. Fuck them. Um, I, uh, I, believe it's, I believe it's all legit, so... You know, we'll just wait till uh, the story breaks tomorrow. Uh, Edmund Van Buren becomes a member. Edmund, what are you drinking, brother? New membership. Andres Mendoza with a $5 Super Jack. He'll turn in a rematch if Punk loses. He retires. Although the rumors, they can sell that match. Well, then you have to pretty much give him the world title then, no? Because he's there for another two years. He's not going anywhere. He's not retiring. Stupid Stars Music with a 499 Super Chat. Love AEW, but this is sloppy booking, to be honest. Don't mind Mox being champ, but what is the main event for the pay-per-view? What about Hangman? OTS for life. Well, Hangman is going to be in the corner of the Dark Order next week against the House of Black. Yeah, Hangman Page job at the pay-per-view is being in the corner. Against Kenny Omega in the box, yes. Angel Alaga, thank you so much again, brother, for the $150 super chat, man. We love you. Thank you so much, man. Breadman with a Canadian $5 super chat. Punk was going to turn heel anyways, wasting a title versus title match for this nonsense is poor booking. Yeah. I mean, you want to look at it that way? Yes, for sure. But maybe the conclusion is going to make sense of what we saw tonight. So let's just wait. Because something is going to happen at the pay-per-view. Mark my words. Uh, Alex Moise. Moise. Mansoir. Alex. $5 Super Chat. I think MJF versus Moxie all out. And CM Punk will turn heel in Chicago. MJF will win the AW World Championship because of Punk. Punk can't turn heel in Chicago, by the way, guys. There is nothing Punk can do in Chicago to make the fans believe. He can turn heel the week after or something like some shit. Whatever he does in Chicago. Bro, if he aligns himself with MJF, he could turn heel in Chicago. He'll fucking cheer them both, man. I, I, I think you highly underestimate the loyalty Chicago fans has towards Chicago teams and, and, and wrestlers. Alex, I, I think doing MJF and Moxley one week before the pay-per-view and announcing that is is not is not a good idea, bro. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they do. Whether that happens or we we get something coming out of that casino ladder match at the pay-per-view that leads to the main event, I have no idea. Shinobi becomes a member for five months. OTS for OTS family for life. Shinobi, thank you so much, man. Hooligram with a $5 super chat. No message, says Hooligram. He's the only one that's allowed to leave me no message. Redman with a $2 super chat. It's not ridiculous to expect a good unifying match. 
I agree. I 100% agree. I mean, we expected, we didn't expect a five star fucking barn burner, but I mean, a five minute squash to unify your titles. This is kind of never, it's not written in stone that you uh, are, are to get what you expect. That's why pro wrestling is pro wrestling, why we love pro wrestling, because you expect the unexpected. I got a lot of what I didn't expect in WWE, so much so that I fucking canceled my network and quit watching. Yeah. Uh, Blaze with a 499 Super Chat. What's up, JV and Jesse? I'm smoking on that punk pack tonight. I knew he would lose, but not this way. Y'all thinking we getting a punk heel turn. Yes, we are. I you know, certainly think one so. Way. There's one way that MJF can return and not get cheered and get booed out of the arena if he comes back in Chicago. Out. If he comes back in Chicago and attacks Punk, then he'll get booed. Other than that, any other city, any other situation, MJF's coming back to a hero's welcome. 248 Radio ZJ with a one eye denied super chat. Osprey is the truth. Can't wait to see what's next. He is incredible. 248. Hologram with a fight off super chat. Where's JD and what have you done with him? Am I on the right channel? I wanted Moxie to win, but this was atrocious in my opinion. It's not about instant grad. It's about long-term booking, Hologram. Uh, Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer is reporting that Eddie Kingston recently completed AEW suspension after verbal dispute with Sammy Guevara. He just recently completed a suspension? That's what the headline says. Eddie, Con- Eddie, Eddie Kingston recently completed AEW suspension after verbal dispute with Sammy Guevara. He posted this two minutes ago. That's on Twitter. On Twitter, yes. So there's no other there's no other news to that story. Uh, I gotta click on it to see. Let me see. Click on it, and it's a paid Wrestling Observer website. Eddie Kingston's recently completed. Dave Meltzer is reporting that Kingston was secretly suspended from AEW a few weeks ago after getting into a verbal dispute with Sammy Guevara. The suspension is already over. Guevara and Kingston have been feuding since Guevara helped Chris Jericho defeat Kingston on July 20th edition of Rampage. On the th- on August 3rd edition of Dynamite, Kingston interrupted Sammy and Tay a video package to say that he got a contract for a match at all out between himself and Guevara yep. and Guevara told um and and told Guevara to sign the contract at the August 10th um AEW rampage taping Guevara accepted the challenge for all out Kingston appeared on screen and said he was going to do what go to do to going to do to Guevara what Melo did take a vacation Ruby Soho and Ortiz blah blah blah, blah, blah. nothing more about it sounds like a bullshit story but it's it. But it. But for according. But according to Meltzer, this fight did not happen recently. It's already happened, and he was already back from his suspension. What was he suspended for? Did not. Well, it says verbal. Verbal dispute. Unless he threatened to fucking kill Sammy Guevara backstage, I don't know what the fuck he would be suspended for. Secretly suspended. It's 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 Why against company policy to argue everybody? with Sammy Guevara. Verbal I don't know dispute. what to fucking believe anymore. Verbal, uh, you get Are they working everybody in every fucking angle? You can't, you can't, so you can't, you can't dislike Sammy or Britt Baker, apparently. That, that's, 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 that's blasphemy in AEW. 
I don't know what SAP is going to add to that. I mean, what, what else is that to add to that? The fuck was he suspended for? Well, that could be what he can add to it. Tell us what he got suspended. What was the, I don't know. This makes no fucking sense. Jesus Christ. Why was Sammy not suspended? If they, he can argue with himself. It takes two people to fucking argue. Did they get into a fucking fist fight? I mean, if they got into a fist fight backstage, I could see them being suspended. Apparently. But for verbal? <laughs> Come on. Hologram, $5 super chat. I don't believe I'm saying this. Hashtag Jesse was right. Goddamn right. Will check with an 11-month membership. I appreciate unpredictability. This night needs to be the beginning of a punk heel turn. Only thing to do now is wait and see if Tony Khan can LTB this. Thank you, Wilczek. I do think that Tony Khan is on to some LTB here. All right. So, Sap has followed up. Um, he said he's going to post the Sammy Eddie stuff since he's heard that other people has already posted. So, basically... Since Meltzer already posted it, he's gonna post it, but it's on. It's behind Fightful's paywall. So I got, I got, the, I got the paywall here. Oh, you got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna shut the music off. Hold on. Yeah. What did he say? All right, we got the paywall stuff here. Uh, Eddie Kingston has uh, been suspended by AEW. AEW has to confirm one was or another. Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara were supposed to compete it all out, but that doesn't seem like it's happening. Eddie Kingston's been off television the last couple of weeks with Fightful gaining word that he was briefly suspended by the company. Fightful's been unable to confirm that with AEW, but have heard that he's already completed it. Kingston has not been present at the recent AEW segments, for the recent AEW segments, but we've been told of at least one segment to build up the once-planned all-out match that was scrapped. Rumors among talent that we've heard about said that Guevara and Kingston had developed heat and it developed into an altercation, in quotes, he uses altercation. The word backstage was that Guevara made a comment about Kingston's physique Kingston took a swing at him. We have not confirmed that with anyone that witnessed it and reached out to both parties. The feud is continuing. Sammy Guevara and Tay Mello are taking on Ortiz and Ruby Soho on Rampage. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp noted ahead of Dynamite on Twitter that all out changes were happening at that time. There were no matches that were publicly set for the show that would end up on the actual card. Uh, they haven't learned if this situation has been since rectified or the status of the match moving forward. Sounds like a bunch of high school fucking drama, bro. Yeah, so like more nothing. And then I'm like, like so what? Eddie happened? Kingston, uh, Sammy Guevara made fun of Eddie Kingston's physique, and this is what spawned Eddie Kingston to take a swing at Guevara, and that's enough to dis- to suspend him for two weeks, <laughs> to ruin a fucking planned match for the two of them at, at all out, your biggest show of the year, suspend him and ruin the fucking match for the pay per view because he got made fun of about his fucking physique. Losing control, man. The fuck are we doing here? Losing control of his roster, man. It's not good. So Sammy started it, but Eddie Kingston got suspended because he threw a punch. So why not blame Eddie? Why not blame Sammy Guevara with him as well? Why isn't Sammy Guevara suspended for two weeks? Not like he's doing anything on TV. Because I guess when you physically take a swing, then you're in the wrong. Maybe it's not wrong to say shit, but if Eddie would have talked shit back, he wouldn't have got suspended. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's This seems so fucking petty. You're right. This is very high school bullshit type feel, man. Shout out to Issa, the Demon Diva. Thank you, Issa, for the text. I, I, got, I got it pulled up in front of me. I appreciate you sending me the same, uh, the same thing I just read. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It, re- it really is ridiculous. I don't know anymore. I don't know what to believe. 
No, I don't, I don't know, man. Oh. Phil with the 1999 Super Chat. The unification match was not good. You don't put on possibly the biggest AW match in AW history and have it be five minutes. There's nothing about that match that made sense and is okay. Tony Khan needs to figure this out. Robert Lamoa with a five-off super chat. Really, JD, you would be okay having Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns have a five-minute match if it happened? I, I no. never said. I never said I would be okay with it. I don't want anything to go five minutes, but if it's for the greater story to be told, why not? Why not? I don't even think Roman versus Drew McIntyre is the match that we need. Nobody should be beating Roman outside Cody Rhodes. Cash the kid with a 199 Super Chat. Maybe we get a story similar to Bianca and Becky. I don't think anything should emulate Bianca and Becky. It's not good. Gary the new man with a nine-month membership. I have no idea what's going on, and I'm loving it. It's just like the old days. Embrace the confusion. I'm trying to, bro. I, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind not knowing what's going on. Just so, just so we're clear here. I don't have to know what's going on as long as what is going on in front of us currently just isn't bad. I mean, I don't want to see a bunch of bad stuff, bad booking, bad matches, bad this, just just to get to an ending that is supposed to be good. Can't you give us good shit that leads to better shit? Don't give me bad to lead to good. John L. with a 1999 Super Chat. Maybe it's to take Punk out of the title picture until October because his foot injury is taking longer to fully heal. But they can't have both a women's and men's interim champion, especially during sweeps, so they decided to make Mox full champ. You may be onto something, John L. It's possible. It's possible. So Punk was still injured, and that means Jesse was right. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Phil with a 10-month membership. Everything about the way they handled this was wrong. Tony is rushing things, and it shows everything about this show felt out of place. I'm sorry. Nothing to be sorry for, bro. It's your opinion. Praise Cam with a 199 Super Chat. This has been a legendary stream. Great debate. Thank you, Praise. Bruce Craft Jr., create the proper poll. Who's right, JD or Jesse? Oh, now I'm seeing this. Okay, thank you. Too bad. You got what you got. Noob Player becomes a new member. Thank you, Noob Player. Cam G with a $10 super chat. This is the work of the century. I don't care what anyone says. This is brilliant. You're going to get your 50-50 split with people, bro. That's that's what it's boiled down to. You're going to get people who love what happened tonight. You're going to get people who absolutely fucking loathe what happened tonight. Thomas Malloy with a new membership. Thomas, thank you so much, brother. Grimsley with the two dollar super chat. AEW started stumbling after Triple H took over. I don't think I don't think AEW is stumbling because Triple H took over. I think no. I think Triple H is doing what he's got to do, and you know that's how good Triple H really is. It's felt everywhere. You're gonna have to step up your game when Triple H gets involved. Yeah. Bushi Clementine with a ten dollar super chat. I personally believe Tony has complete control of his locker room, and this is a work for an invasion story from some other promotion, New Japan, Ring of Honor, as much as I don't want to see it. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't th- I don't think that's the case, bro. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a lame storyline, to be honest th- with you. Thank, thank you for the super chat, but you're an idiot. Hooligram <laughs> with a $5 super chat. Tony Khan with a C-O-N started a civil war in this chat. OTS for life. 
My boy Buddy in the chat says, Jesse, this shit has been happening in wrestling since 35, for 35 plus years. This is nothing new. Really? That's a great story. People fight. Riddle Goldberg was real heat. This is good. Well, Riddle Riddle was not the world champion. And neither was, well, Goldberg was the world champion, but I mean, I mean, I don't think he was the world champion at that time when they were feuding, though. Great story, guy. Eight one three car guy with a fifteen dollars super chat. Lagreca straight up XTK with the plans off of the world title all out, and, all out and TK avoided. I can't wait to see what happens. So, I mean, TK is not going to let you know what's going on, and he's got something up his sleeve. That's why he didn't say anything. Red Storm Pro with a five dollars super chat. Everyone's talking about the situation. Everyone but TK himself. This man has some tricks up his sleeve, whether it will impress or not. He does. Golden Boy with a $5 Super Chat. J.D., you can't root for wrestling, I guess. Uh, J.D., you can't root for wrestling. I guess fans want you to choose a side. Can't we just enjoy it all? It's your job to talk good and bad about it all. Keep it up. And and I do that, Golden Boy. Uh, Better than anybody. We're talking about the good and bad. My my, my whole stance was what we got tonight was bad. Yeah. In regards to their world title situation. That's why it was a topic of discussion. Because... I just don't see what good can come from it. Even if you come up with an ending that's like, oh, okay, that's 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 kind of awesome. I would still have come up with a better with a with a better step to get to that ending than what we got here tonight. This was just a bad step. Eight one three car guy, fifteen dollar super chat. Too much start and stop in the stories right now. WWE's doing a better job right now in stories. Can't believe I just said that. There's nothing wrong with that, bro. I would take WWE right now in far as far as stories are concerned as well. You know with what they got going on. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And that's just because of Triple H. And we, Triple H's been doing this for eight, nine years in NXT, so this is nothing new. Uh, Bruce Kraft. I got your fucking question already, bro. The poll is not going up, man. I gave you a poll. We're going to see how things play out. I don't need a fucking poll to tell Jesse that he was right, that CM Punk is still hurt. World of Wrestling with a five-dollar super chat. All out without without a world title match isn't worth forty-nine ninety-nine. I'm sorry if you don't agree with me, but this isn't the same AEW that we're used to. Uh, well, you're not going to get an AEW pay-per-view without a world title match, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we'll get something. Prodigy RKO with thirteen months. Thank you, brother. Uh, year of the interim in pro wrestling. Question for most of us: thinking it's MJF coming back now or at all out. If anything, all out, bro. I don't think MJF should show up on next week's show. I mean, it, I don't know. Wait, well, wait a minute. It could it could be a nice little go home. Yeah. You know, you got a go home segment when MJF came back and did some shit. And you want to see how that plays out. You better get the pay-per-view. I, I could, you know. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Gary Sphere with a $5 Super Chat. The disappointment lies in the delivery of the match for me. Cool with Mox winning, rushing Punk back. Now seem like a cheap way to sell tickets to the pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. could see that. Agreed. I do think that there was a uh, sense of urgency to get a, a rating and pop a rating here tonight. If they don't do a million, then it's not a good look. Bainbridge Omega with a $2 Super Chat. Jesse being confused about punk is must-see TV. I'm confused now? I don't know. I guess so. Okay. 
813 Car Guy with a 15 in Super Chat. Thank you, brother, for the generosity tonight. Uh, Punk limped to the ring, and JR sold that he might not be ready. I agree with JD. We are getting worked, and I love it. Heel Punk equals money. Phil with a 999. I feel so bad for Thunder. All of it went wrong. Tony never gave Thunder a chance, and now she is hurt. Well, not really hurt, but now possibly suspended. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Every other... Every other someone champion was treated fine except for her. Why? Jesse is 100% right. She, she has been not treated fairly as best champion. No. That's just, that's just fact. Johnny Cloud with a 12-month membership. Thank you, Johnny Cloud. Best podcast in the community. You better fucking believe it, bro. I don't see Fightful having signs up in the front row. 813 car guy with a $15 super chat. I was just reading she may have said something on Busted Open, trying to find out more about it, though. Always a possibility. She is a guest on there every week. Yep. Deshaun Peace with a 499 super chat. I'm very concerned Punk is leaving the company. I hate on so many levels this was a squash. I can't imagine Punk not on all out. Neither can I, bro. He will be there. In some way, shape, or form, he will be there. I think I think the people who are now thinking that Punk's gonna end up leaving the company, I think those are the people being worked. Yeah. That that's a part that's a work. Oh, they want to get it out there that Punk could leave. That's part to work. But I think the drama and everything else behind it all is all true. <laughs> Bobby Trizzle says, LOL, fightful signs. Give me a break, man. <laughs> it's not one fucking charismatic personality on that entire fucking platform. Um, Deshaun Peace, thank you so much, brother. Blaze with a 499 super chat. Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho and a Daniel Garcia on a pole match. No, bro. This is not Vince Russo, bro. The Quiet Storm away with a $5 super chat. With WWE having some strong momentum right now, do you see WWE stunting the growth of AEW? The only one that's going to stunt AEW's growth is AEW. They don't have room to grow anymore, man. They have a bloated roster. Yeah. They need to trim the fat, man. And unfortunately, and I'll throw this in there real quick. Tony Khan's a nice guy, and he's a good guy. And and from all accounts I can see, you know, he's a you know a great guy to work for. And maybe that's why he's doing this, but I think he's being pressured by maybe some of his day oneers to get them on TV, i.e. people like Sonny Kiss, people who are down with AEW from day one are now being pushed to the wayside because bigger stars are coming in. And I think the business way of playing the game is putting your bigger stars and your best stars forward. I think the nice guy in you will start pushing the guys who were there earlier. Unfortunately, it's kind of not the thing the fans want to see. No. As far as people like Sonny Kiss being on TV only because he's been there from day one and he's not being treated fair. But TK is a nice guy, so I, I get the sentiment. But it's, I don't think putting Sonny Kiss on TV with Parker Boudreaux and Trustbusters is what's best for business. I know. Now, that group is terrible. Yeah. Doesn't make sense at all. No matter how much he wants to make sense of it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, Robert Lamoa, $10 Super Chat. With what's going on in the locker room behind the scenes, not a good position for Tony Khan to be in while Triple H is creating a buzz. We just had a damn good show on Raw. Survivor Series sold out with the pre-sale today, bro. In Boston. Wow. Survivor wow. Series sold out. Wow. If you if you are not 
if you are not in agreement with me that this is not a part of the Triple H effect yet, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I really WWE don't. WWE is on a hot streak, man. Bro, Survivor Series sold out. Who gives a shit about the fucking Survivor Series? Not me. Well, I do now. Shit. I can't wait for the next big Chicago show in WWE, man. I'm, I'm probably going. Yeah. Uh, Hooligram with a $5 super chat. I disagree about the Billy Gunn versus Colton match. This was DX taking over on TNT Revenge Tour from WCW Nitro, hijacking during the Attitude Era, long-term booking. Bro. Bro, put the drink down and, and calm yourself down, bro, okay? Yeah, Survivor Series has really sold out during the pre-sale, yes. There may be tickets that open up with the general general sale, but it's mostly sold out. Uh, current clock with the 199 Super Jet. Happy birthday, Vince McMahon. Is it his birthday today? Uh, Fuck yesterday? yesterday. 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 Fuck him. 78 years old. Don, goodbye. AWC legend with a 179 Super Jet. When do you think Bray will return? OTS for life. I'm thinking October. Gavin Deeth with an Australia might $5 super chat. I really didn't like the face MJF when he was on Cody's side. Heal all the way for me. Listen, man, it may not be up to you right now. Yeah. Max Chains with a two-month membership. CM Punk will win the casino ladder match and beat Moxie in the main event of All Out, becoming full-blown heel. CM Punk wins the ladder match? What's he going to do, climb on his bad foot? I guess so. Max Shanks thinks so. Yeah, so. Thank you for the two months, bro. Triple M with a 199 Super Jack. King's Fall or Wrath, Wrath of the Machine? Also, do you like Ark 3.0 for Hunter? Uh, to be honest with you, bro, I haven't really played with Ark until my boy Cacus or Ask the Cross come out with a video telling me what I need to do. Uh, <laughs> void all the way, and I love King's Fall, and I can't wait to jump in. Yeah, King's Fall was cool. King's Fall has the best epic boss battle for any raid in Destiny history. Um, Motley Crew or Guns N' Roses says R.A. Motley Crew all the way. R.A. also. Popeye's chicken. No thank you. I don't eat fast food, bro. It'll probably spare you about 10 to 15 years of your life without eating fast food. Give it up. GVO Light with a $5 Super Jet. Hopefully we are right. That five-minute squash was a cover-up for Mox to have a full match with MJF at All Out. I'm tired of guessing, bro. Yeah. We will see what happens next week and into the pay-per-view. Cash the Kid with a 199 Super Chat. Are there any AW talent you want in Hunter's WWE? Of course there is. No sense in talking about it when they're mostly locked up for three to four years. Billy Sizane with a $5 Super Chat. JD, who do you think will win the ladder match? And do we see an a, a new AW talent show up at All Out? Bro, I can't tell you who's in it because we got no fucking clue who's in it. JDC Biggins with a new membership. Thank you, Biggins. I appreciate you, man. Killer Swag with a $5 Super Chat. Just got home from the AEW Dynamite show. In my opinion, it was cool. Didn't expect Punk to be squashed, but Mox was getting cheered throughout the night. Of course he is. Moxley is the face of the company. Or one of them. Um, Hollywood Guy with a $5 Super Chat. Do you think now that Triple H is in charge, AEW is losing its grip and TK is losing the roster? I could be wrong. Yeah, It's not really the priority, the main reason why uh, things are going, out, don't, going down, but it definitely doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. There's a shift in the momentum. Let's yes. just leave it like that. 
Golden Boy with a $10 super chat. I don't understand the way things are going down and is AEW leaking info out? Plus, if there's guys like Danielson, Jericho, Regal, Omega there, why ain't they stepping up to help out the BS? Who says they're not? We don't know yet. We don't know if they're not. I mean, they can't step up and stop it from happening. Okay, so it, it, it has happened. It's out there. But you might be you might be onto something. They may they might be the catalyst to get things back on track because yep. they are the veterans. So it's a good point. Um, GVO Light with a five dollar super chat. Come on, guys, we got to see the bright side. Even though we got a five minute squash match, we got to see an amazing main event for the rest of the hour. Yes, it was a, still a great show tonight, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, and AWC Legend with a four forty nine super chat. Subscribe for a while now, and I don't regret it. Love the channel. OTS for life. Thank you, AWC legend. My goodness, man. We got uh, we got a lot in here tonight, man. We're about to get the fuck out of here, bro. Any uh, any parting words before uh, I jump on Destiny for the rest of the night? Yeah, two things. Uh, one, I want to thank everyone for the, the overwhelming amount of new followers on Twitter tonight. You guys are awesome. I, I see you all. Thank you. And... Here's something everyone can go home and think about tonight. It's not about wrestling, but I still think it's just an interesting thing to hear. California will no longer sell gas-powered cars by the year 2035. You're going to have to buy an electric car or a used car. They're going to stop selling fucking gas-powered cars in California. It'll be everywhere, not just California. That's going to be the way, of, the way of the world. It will. I think that will be. It'll. It'll probably be, you know, long past when me and you and everyone here is all gone. But I think the wave of the future, there will be no more gas-powered cars. I mean, the the my 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 current car, my Mustang now, is the probably the last gas-powered vehicle I will own. You know, I'll uh, I'll own it for as long as I can. But my next car, in the, uh, you know, without a doubt, is going to be an electric Mustang. Yeah, because they're going all electric. Fucking much, yeah. Man. So. Yeah. We'll see. I may, I may end up turning it in early just to get an electric and just, be, you know, get ahead of the curve. You know, that's, that's saving so much money, man. Yeah. Anyway, guys, I appreciate y'all joining us tonight, and uh, we will see you back here next week with uh, even plenty more to talk about because we're going to be one week from all out. Follow me on social media at JD from NY206. You can follow Jesse at Chi-Town Smart on Twitter. Thank you for all the great discussion tonight. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Cameo as well. Make sure you guys go hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Make sure you guys go check out all the other content on the channel. I will definitely be in your subscription boxes tomorrow with all this breaking news. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it definitely tomorrow. Rose is suspended. Britt Baker, Rosa Heat, Eddie Kingston suspended. CM Punk news, possibly. We will uh, keep everybody in the loop here on all this late-breaking stuff going into next week's major all-out show. And hit that thumbs up, guys. Uh, we're almost at 2,000 likes, so make sure you guys go hit that thumbs up. I need two things from you, my VIPs, before I get out of here. Number one, I need those guitar emojis in the chat. My VIPs, every single one of you that's a channel member, man. I need those Mustang emojis in the chat, and I need that music on max. I'll see you guys tomorrow for some extra. I'll be back again live on YouTube for SmackDown and Rampage on Friday night. And then I'll be live on Fight TV for high intensity. House of Glory on Fight. Tremendous card.
You don't want to miss it. I'll talk about that this weekend, man. Thank you guys so very much, and I'll see you live Friday.